Welcome everybody in to another episode of Dom. That's true. I am your host, Owen the Bomb Dom. That's not how it goes. Owen, I don't, you know. Kaboom! Joining me is Truman the Steam Machine Steam. Truman, how are you today? Hi, Owen. How are you? And friend of the show and uh, disgusting Patriots fan, but good guy, host of the Fouled Out podcast, known for being the only pod ha- podcast host who is a Sacramento Kings and Boston Bruins fan, Adam Fowler from Fouled Out Sports. Adam, how are you? I'm doing good, guys. I appreciate that my nickname is Disgusting Patriot Fan when you guys get like <laughs> Owen the Bomb Dom and Truman the Machine. Uh, and it, it's not only podcast host that's a Kings in Boston fan. It is the only living human. I'll have you know. <laughs> Ever met another one. Thank God for that. That's what I say. It's a tough, tough road, man. It is truly the hardest road. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Really, really tough road. Yeah. Oh, oh. Hey, to be fair, having to be a Kings fan just makes it tough in general. Joe, can you move the chair like two feet that well, way? Well, if only the Kings would have just stayed in Kansas City, we could have solved all these problems. We could have. <laughs> could have all rooted for the same team for once, man. I know. Been wild. Hey, it's okay. Patriots fans and Chiefs fans, we have a mutual respect for one another, and we're just going to have to learn to deal. But, okay, everybody, on this week, we are reviewing the AFC East, so that is why we brought our friend of the show, Adam Fowler, on, as he is a Patriots fan, and we will be discussing, obviously, the Patriots, the Bills, the Jets, and the Dolphins. And we're just going to kind of go one by one, uh, talking about their schedule, choosing wins and losses, and we're going to compare in the end, Truman's score versus my score versus Adam's score, and then overall as a group, what that means. Uh, I think the AFC East, personally, is going to be a very interesting division uh, this season. Obviously, as we know, the Jets just picked up Aaron Rodgers. So now, What? I know, it's crazy. So now that the uh, Jets have a competent quarterback, that means we have one and a half quarterbacks in the AFC East that are good. So, you know, it's going it's to be an exciting season. Yeah, Matt Jones and half of Aaron Rodgers, right? Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, we can just schedule off uh, Tua to get hurt at game seven. So I'll, I'll say I, I assume we were uh, counting ha- the half of Tua's brain that isn't scrambled at this point. Oh, I, you know what? Uh, Josh Allen is in the division. I think we're going to have to bump it up to two and a half. I really thought we were just piling on Josh Allen. I thought this was a pile on Josh Allen part. Well, no, uh, I mean that's for that's for you to do, Truman. You're the you're the you're the Josh Allen hater here. Well, I didn't. Is, is that my is that my brand? I know you're the Lamar Jackson hater. Yeah. So now I have to be the Josh Allen hater. Is that it's, the deal? It's, it's, but we know it's mostly a joke with my uh, Lamar Jackson hate. I mean, he's a top ten guy. Okay. All right. I feel like I'm gonna sure. fit in like. I'm going to fit in pretty good here because I also hate Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson just for totally different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, but welcome in, everybody, to Dom. That's true. We got another exciting episode for you. Obviously, uh, my favorite content of the entire year is these divisional previews, and we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Uh, we go through these in alphabetical order, so we're going by city name, so we're going Buffalo, Miami, and then Adams, New England, and finally ending the ep with the New York Jets schedule. So, week one, we've got Buffalo at the New York Jets. This is, you know, kind of a big game, I think, especially for like an opening weekend. 
I mean, when they planned this game, I don't, I don't know if they really expected Aaron Rodgers to be a new. But I guess, I mean, I guess you have a banger for the opener. I just, I don't. It feels weird. It also feels weird that it's in New York, and like we're well, supposed to imagine that the Jets have a home field advantage. Right, because you know all seven of their fans are going to be there. Uh, well, sorry, so, I guess it's in New Jersey. It's not in New York, but that's right. Yeah, dude, I. I just can't get over this game being billed as a competition for AFC East supremacy. After what I've seen for the last like 33 years of my life, it's like Jets and Bills. Who's going to win the AFC East? So, like, yeah, it doesn't feel right, right? You're right. You know, my world is, is my world's upside world. down. And since when have the Dolphins been a dark horse to win the division? This, these are unprecedented times. We don't know. 2023 off to already a weird start. So. So, Adam, in your entire life as a Patriots fan, has there ever been a time when you've been worried you might actually finish last in the division? Not since Tom Brady took over. Yeah. Put it that way. There was dark times before then. I was pretty young when he took over, though. So, in my lifetime as a fan, I was never worried we weren't going to come in first. Yeah. I mean, that's totally accurate. I mean, when you have, you know, the goat of the sport as your quarterback for that long a time, it – makes sense that you'd be that confident and i can tell you that's you know kind of where we're at right now as chiefs fans. nice to feel that confident yeah to have to go to the sport as your quarterback that's really great honestly. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, but you guys are where i was probably like 10 years ago where you're just like we got like the best quarterback in the game we got you know in your case one of the best coaches best coaches however you feel about andy Reid. sure you just have confidence going into every year you're like we're gonna roll this division yes that's not the story with the afc east anymore the patriots are picked to come in last uh you know, we'll see how our picks pan out. We'll see if I'll ever come back on the show again after we make some picks here. <laughs> well, but yeah, the, you know, the Patriots broke their mold of drafting someone with a ridiculous name. So I don't know how good the Patriots are going to be this year. I know that when the Patriots pick up Crumbopulous Crom and Winkle out of Yale for like the sixth round pick, you know, normally those dudes pop off for the Patriots, but nobody weird drafted by the Patriots this year. So I'm not sure how good of a year it's going to be is really the thing that scares me is when we take dbs in the first round they're almost always bust but then like you sacrifice that guy so that the guy crumb populous cromwinkle who you took in the sixth round out of yale all pro we'll go crazy yeah, Perennial yeah. All pro. gosh yeah What's and, it? Uh, so our uh truman and i obviously went to kansas state and our band director is a big uh bill belichick and patriots fan and something that he always talks about oh is that uh the assistant band director yes the sorry the assistant band director i was like our main band director is a browns fan dog i don't know what's going on he's in the trenches down there he's in the trenches uh but just that uh the patriots have been exceptionally good for a long time at drafting positional players that fit into the scheme dudes like julian edelman uh you know several time uh pro bowler who probably wouldn't fit into a lot of schemes but it was exactly what the Patriots needed for a very long stretch of time. But, you know, all that being said, let's get right into it and discuss this Jets and Buffalo matchup. Truman, I think I'm, I'm giving Buffalo the W. I know that Aaron Rodgers is more of a momentum guy, and I expect this team to not be 100% ready for the challenge that is Buffalo. But that being said, if Buffalo ends up losing this game, I think that is a, a nice teeter-totter for both of those teams. Because I think that if the if the Jets win this game, you know we could be talking about an a, uh, AFC East winner here. Uh, 
It's first week. Dumb things happened in the first week. Last year in the first week, the Bengals lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers after Joe Burrow threw, I think, four interceptions. It was at least three. Uh, weird things happened in that first week. Uh, and Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, it's a one for a W. Yeah, you got it. Uh, but I am on... I'm on tape. I'm on a lot of credit here saying that I think uh, the New York Jets are going to be like the Denver Broncos of last year where they get uh, Russell Wilson or, you know, just an established quarterback who's looking to resurrect their career after they had a bad season last year, but they blamed on injury. And then they flop again. I'm That's a lot of comparisons there. I mean, I'm just not a believer in uh, this New York Jets team. I'm not really a believer in Aaron Rodgers at this point anymore so i'm actually also going to go for a buffalo w here okay truman is personally involved in uh stopping the flow of awayaska to uh new jersey so yes <laughs> so i'm actually going to go opposite of you truman i'm buying jet stock this season there were a seven win team last year with some of the worst quarterback play we have ever seen That's jack true. wilson was atrocious Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to be great for them to be good. If he's average, I think they're a double-digit win team. So I, I'm going to go Jets over Buffalo in game one of the season. Yeah, you know, I don't think it's crazy to say that, Adam. Uh, you know, as we know, Sauce Gardner is a future All-Pro. Uh, future, you know, I mean, he's already a top-five corner in the league. And then the rest of their team, you know, was kind of built, built around Mekhi Becton. So, you know, <laughs> when you have a couple of those guys that are already good, Go right into it. All right, moving on. Las Vegas at home. Uh, d- uh, w. Yeah. I, 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 easy, easy W. Yeah, we don't even Josh, do it. Josh McDaniels, a fine offensive coordinator, a terrible head coach, time and time again, and and who knows the Jimmy G's? What's going on with Jimmy G's foot? And all that stuff. And I think if he doesn't play, is it Jared Stidham is still there? Is that who the backup is? In Vegas? Um, let me fact check you on that, but I think you're correct. I can't remember. Man, it's like uh, New England West over there. They're taking all of our guys. Jimmy yeah. G. Stiddy was our backup for a while. Started a game in Kansas City that we mm-hmm. don't remember what the outcome of that one was. But uh, <laughs> hmm. yeah, tough one. I, I was not a huge Josh McDaniels fan when he was our offensive coordinator. Uh, yeah. Frustrating play calling uh, to a degree. And it's not a great coach, so I'm yes. definitely going Buffalo. Like, how could this get any worse? And then Matt Patricia was your offense coordinator. Mm. Or who was the back? Who is the backup in Vegas? Uh, so it's a guy that Adam knows well, Brian Hoyer. Oh, of course it is. It's a different Patriots backup. That's my bad. Brian Hoyer, the destroyer, back for more. Of course. Uh, so obviously, if this was a Bill Belichick coach team, Brian Hoyer would be starting the season two and zero before Tom Brady comes back. But this is not, and Brian Hoyer will probably see game time in week six because uh, Jimmy G is just going to get hurt. But, okay, so, you know, we got another cupcake schedule game for uh, Buffalo moving up here. At Washington on uh, week three, I think that's a W. Uh, I have to go with you there also. I'm, I'm going to follow right along. I Again, quarterbacks I'm not buying stock in, Sam Howell. Not buying stock in Sam Howell. Yeah, North Carolina quarterbacks. Uh not a great showing for the last one, so not sure about this one. I'm on the same page with you guys. I'm going Buffalo, but how crazy is it that it wasn't that long ago that Sam Howell was being compared to Baker Mayfield, and that was thought to be a really good thing? 
out of the yeah. fact that you got a little Baker Mayfield in you, not great. So uh, no. I'm going Buffalo as well. Yeah, you know, it's – I always say this to Truman. Poverty teams make poverty decisions all the time. So sure. – uh, Yeah, like hiring Eric the enemy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, oh. My God. <laughs> Uh, as a personal friend of uh, m- one Matt Nagy, I have to agree with you. So, <laughs> personal friend. All right. All right. Oh, I got to get my shots in before we start getting to the Patriots schedule. No, of, of, course, of, course, of course. Before uh, the sad. Then, uh, home game. Uh, Buffalo hosts Miami week four. I ha- I still have to say this is a W, man. I can't. I'm not. I'm not huge on the Dolphins. Um. I think they can win, but putting it all together is something that Miami's really struggled to do these last couple seasons. Um, this is where I'm actually going to buy stock in Miami. I don't know why. I honestly, I think if Tua, this feels even weird to say, and I feel gross saying this. Uh, and also shout out Adam for kind of looking like Mike McDaniel right now, honestly. <laughs> uh, but I'm actually going to be buying stock in the Miami Dolphins this year. And I'm going to actually, as long as Tua stays healthy, uh, and as a K-State graduate, you know, the backup of Skylar Thompson is a, a great option also. Uh, I'm actually going to pick a Miami W here. All right. Oh, I've actually gotten that Mike McDaniel thing before. I was in a bar in Metro Detroit last season during the year uh, and had a dude who was obviously not 100% sober stop me and ask me if I was Mike McDaniel. I'm like, Yes. I have a game tomorrow, but I'm drinking in Metro Detroit and I'm flying back out to Miami. So they're like, hit the vape, hit the vape, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) I I think Miami is Miami is the hardest team to pick for, I think, in the entire NFL. Um, You know, oh, and you alluded to it earlier. How much Tua are we getting this season? He, I mean, it's week four by this point. Is he still playing or is he out with another concussion? Uh, right. I, I hedged on my Miami picks a little bit, and I picked Buffalo to win this one. But if you tell me I get 17 games of two of this season, I might be leaning towards Miami a little bit more than I have here. Mm-hmm. Felix, uh, once once I saw the the mirrored to a to a highlights, I you know I've changed my mind. <laughs> yes, this is what it would look like if he's a right-handed quarterback. So, uh, but Adam, that being said, are you picking a winner or loss here? Uh, I'm going to take Buffalo to win. All right, all right. So, so far, the group has got Buffalo 4-0, which, you know, it's another familiar start for the Buffalo Bills these last couple seasons. Um, I have 3-1. Three, three I'm calling that Jets loss right now. That's fine, that's fine. I, can't, I think silly things happen week one, absolutely. Well, I actually think silly things happen when Buffalo plays Jacksonville. We have the Josh Allen versus Josh Allen matchup once again, and... Josh Allen lost to the worst version of Jacksonville in the last couple of years, and he's going to do it again. I'm picking the Jaguars to come out with the dub. I'm picking the, I'm picking the Bills. I think it was dumb that they lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. It helped the Chiefs, so I was pretty happy when they did it. Uh, I also am not super high on the Jags. I think they got lucky to get to Arrowhead last year for the playoffs, and... Still lost to a team where Patrick Mahomes was hurt for most of the game and Chad Henney also played and scored a touchdown on them. I'm not very high on the Jags. I think they'll win the AFC South, but that doesn't say anything about anybody. Wait, so, so yeah. Year? Yes. Yeah, okay. 
yeah, I was like, well, yeah. So okay. yeah, give me give me Buffalo over the Jags. So I'm I'm actually going with the Jags here too. Uh, this is in London at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, the future oh, home Tottenham, of the Jacksonville Adam. Jaguars. I I watch no soccer. So, it's, you're just yeah. unlucky because uh, Tottenham just happens to be my team for the Premier oh, League. <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. But yeah, the stadium is beautiful. So, but you are picking you are picking Jacksonville. Picking the Jags. This is a future home game for them. They got to start getting some fans on board. Absolutely. I'm they are them always in the UK. Years. It's got to be soon. Absolutely. Uh, I, I know the NFL has been exploring it, so. <laughs> I wouldn't be you got to move two teams over there. Move a whole division over there. Move on to Munich. Really, Honestly, get, scrap, scrap the XFL, move all the players over to Europe, start NFL Europe again, and then we're, and then we're rocking and rolling. Move, Honestly. One, move uh, Jacksonville to Munich and then send the Raiders there week one so they have an 18-hour flight. Uh, from uh, from LA, from Las Vegas. That that would be ideal for me. Nice, nice. And then uh, okay, so then Daniel Dimason comes into town down here, uh, week six, with the Giants. I I mean, I don't I'm, I don't know why they gave him that contract. That is one of the most insane contracts ordered. I mean, given to one of the most just slightly above average quarterbacks that I've ever seen. But I, I got to give Buffalo another win here. It's like a, Daniel Jones is like this, this class is Ryan Tannehill, where he'll be fine and he'll keep getting contracts and they'll keep being fine. And, uh, but he's not going to beat Buffalo. So, yeah, give me Buffalo over the Giants here. I'll, I'll take Buffalo with, as well. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I assume all of us would, would. But even with Ryan Tannehill, Truman, Ryan Tannehill could be like, you know, a KCP role player type guy daniel jones is like a, a lamar jackson but worse like that's he's like he's like the bad parts of lamar jackson into a quarterback like every time you make see lamar make a play go hmm i don't know about that one it's like just multiply the possibility of that by 10 and that's daniel jones that's that's fair I I will say that what Dayball's done with Daniel Jones and the New York Giants as a whole has been pretty amazing. I was shocked when they gave Jones the extension. Yeah, I thought like, they would go somewhere else because I think he could do that with so many people, especially a more talented quarterback that could have a higher ceiling. I think he can do that. You know, like I don't know Josh Allen, for example. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so Dayball revenge game falls short here. I'm going with Buffalo as well. All yep. right. All right. Makes sense. And then. At New England in mm. early October. New England really doesn't lose too many of these games. I believe they've lost the last two at home to Buffalo, correct? Uh, lost quite a few in a row to Buffalo where the wind isn't going 150 miles an hour. <laughs> right, yes. Yeah. So, Buffalo on the road at New England here. Week 7. Give me the Pats. What? <laughs> Give me the Pats. Oh my God. Bill Give me Buffalo. Stop. What are you doing? What's Bill happening? In his, in his witch's cauldron, dude. He's, he's summoning up the, the Sith Lord that he is. He's embracing all the family guy and uh, Bleacher Report memes of him being a uh, freaking Palpatine. He's summoning all of those in some weird witch's magic. Josh Allen's going to throw two picks 
and uh, it's going to be on some NFL short of him mic'd up going, fuck, on the sideline. I can predict it now. Well, and what were you guys drinking on Grub Buds before you got on here? <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, some of, okay, it was the Angry Orchard Pack on Grub Buds. So whatever multi-flavor Angry Orchard Pack. But two of the three, two of the four were just fucking awful. Like, just, just dreadful. The way you're acting, was it full of Red 40? Don't lie. <laughs> full of Red 40? It's At this point, probably. Just wondering, because I feel like I'm going to need some of this if I'm going to get through the Patriot season with the level of optimism <laughs> that Owen's giving us here. Josh Allen has decimated the Patriots for a couple years now. Uh, basically, perfect passer ratings in most of games against New England. So I, I hate to say it, but I'm going Buffalo. You know, that that's fine. Adam, one thing that always plagues me on this specific lineup uh, and this segment on the show is that I end up, you know, when I think a team is good, I end up at the end of all of these going, huh, they're going 15 and 2, which just isn't going to happen. So I have to pick losses sometimes, and my favorite place to pick losses is in divisional games. So. Away at New England, I think it's just got to be a time where the Bills lose a game because no one's going to win 15 games this year with how strong the AFC is as a whole, especially in the AFC. But, yeah, I, I got to pick some losses. Oh, I I don't hate your logic there. Uh, I'm just going to tell you guys I made all my picks ahead of time, so I'm reading off my Excel sheet here. So You know, I like it. You I know, bring my the, expectations. The most prepared guest in Dom Estra history. That's crazy. <laughs> History, history for sure, dude. It's it's color coded too. Oh my, oh my Holy god! Shit, the research. Mm. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. Just for oh, that. Yeah. Can you imagine what it'd be to be like a real podcaster? Own? Could you imagine? You know, I could imagine because I listen to fouled out sports, and they really get me a, uh, an idea of what that's like. <laughs> but, some, of, some of us do. Some of us. <laughs> some of us do. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Adam, I don't know if you know this, but we had a guest last year who was uh, reading off picks while his girlfriend was in the same room as him, loudly playing Fortnite. Like, like it was audible. And he, was I mean, a, he was a Cowboys fan. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, it all nice that, yeah that... Nice guy. But, tracks. But, my, uh, my wife's watching this. You guys want me to call her in here? <laughs> turn on, like, Red Dead Redemption or something like that? <laughs> yes, as long as it's loud. I see a guitar in the back. If she could start playing something, that'd be awesome. <laughs> He's we'll a multi-talented woman. I'm sure she'd she'd find something that would be entertaining in the background. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll just uh, when you get stumped and you're really in between decisions, we'll just give her a live call, see what her decision is on the game. He won't be stumped. Okay. He has the Excel sheet. He's prepared. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay, so moving on. Uh, one oh, game that oh. won't stump me is Buffalo hosting the Baker Mayfield Buccaneers. Uh, yeah, no. give me Buffalo. Yeah, this is a this is a W. Tempe is gonna be terrible, man. It it honestly might be the Kyle Trask Buccaneers by this point. Oh but, yeah, yeah oh. either way, either way, give me Buffalo. Well, you know Baker's the king of making it nine games, so we'll we'll see that when we get there. But because um, you know right around here is when he has his three touchdown game, and everyone's like, "Is Baker back?" And uh, then I'll do the, you know, two for fifteen with 89 yards and two picks game that gets him benched, so. Yep, yep. 
But, okay, one of the games of the season, in my opinion, at Buffalo, at Cincinnati. It was a tough game. Um, I can't oh, – this is a tough one. Truman, what, what was the score the last time these two teams played? I don't remember. Well, well, Owen, if you remember the last time these teams played, they didn't finish the game because somebody – Died and was brought back to life on the field. You know, I was wondering why I couldn't think of the score. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The last time these two teams played was actually in the playoffs right after that. I think it was 26 Oh, that is also Cincinnati. true. Sorry. So they did, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Both, both nope. things are true. Both things are true. <laughs> yeah, Damn, sorry. You know, thinking of the regular uh, season matchup. Was Buffalo really in that game, to be honest? I don't think they were ever really there. Oh, that, was a, that was such a weird game. <laughs> Both games incredibly odd for very different very reasons, weird. but the the playoff game, I just that being I don't said, know, I man. am going to give this one to Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's the better team this year. Uh, they amp themselves up at home against good teams. The Chiefs have learned this a couple times. It's sometimes it's just there's some magic with Jamar Chase and Paycor Stadium. Uh, yeah, give me Cincy also. That's it's a tough one. Matchup of the two best quarterbacks in the AFC. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting to see Truman's face. Oh, oh, oh my god! <laughs> For the record, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, uh, Cincinnati wins at home over Buffalo. Fair. See, this is why we invite guests like this. We knew this guy knew ball. All right, <laughs> moving on. A low bar. Uh, <laughs> it's a low bar. Moving on, we have the Buffalo beats Denver game. So, uh, yeah, I'm going Buffalo. Yeah, I don't think Sean Payton's going to turn this team around. Not in one year, and I'm really not sure with Russell Wilson. Uh, oh, so, yeah, give me Buffalo over Denver. One thing that I've really been thinking about is that Sean Payton teams have generally had a terrible defense. So, does Sean Payton even know how to coach a team that's based around the defense? Uh, he had good I, defenses. What are you talking about? He had, the, he had Bounty Gate. <laughs> he had great defenses. I'm pretty sure they were like 29th in the league during Bounty Gate. Mm. This is a Drew Brees team. It couldn't have had a good. I defense. say they were, they weren't great, but yeah, but they they were okay. They were okay those Super Bowl years. The you know one the Super Bowl year, the one Super Bowl year. Yeah, exactly. Well, they yeah, they were know, the years they, they were opportunistic. Right? Yeah, opportunistic. They were opportunistic. Yeah, sorry to interrupt um, you. Adam. Oh no, you're good. They're opportunistic defense. They allowed a lot of yards before a lot of turnovers. Yeah, true. Yeah, and the way uh, this green screen works, it makes it look like you're sitting on the couch, like right next to me. <laughs> and I'm trying to think. Oh, I give you just a little, a little peck on the cheek there. Yeah, <laughs> that's really funny. Okay, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, Adam, uh, what do you think about this Denver Broncos team? Uh, I love Denver just because they're like, God, we suck and we're absolutely screwed, and we're just gonna keep throwing money at the problem until we fix it. And it just keeps getting worse. It's like my favorite ownership philosophy in all of sports. Uh, yes. Denver loses this game easily. This is Buff the Buffalo W. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. Then we have the return matchup. Buffalo at home versus the Jets. Uh, this is, what, week 10? So by this time, the Jets are going to start losing steam like they always do. So give me a Buffalo here. Yeah, Buffalo as well. I picked the Jets in the first one. I'm going to say Buffalo gets revenge here, and they take this one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. 
Yeah, wow, what a stacked schedule for this Bills team. Now they go on the road to the Eagles. Oh, so I think the Eagles are good. But at the same time, they were able to stay really good last year because they could rest everybody in every single fourth quarter of like all of their games. Except when they had Gardner Minshew at quarterback against the Cowboys and they got blown out. But like in the playoffs especially, they played nobody until they got to the Super Bowl. But I still think Philadelphia is a top five team. And yeah, you know what? Give me give me Philadelphia in this game. I think that the Buffalo's own strategy of you know running the ball and establishing the run game and opening it up to Josh Allen is actually the formula to beating Buffalo. So g- give me Philadelphia here. The Philadelphia Georgia Bulldogs will <laughs> I I believe they've regressed a little bit. They've lost some key pieces on defense. Uh but I think they'll still be like top five. I'm not sure I'd pick them to go back to the Super Bowl this year. I think my NFC pick will have to be the 49ers, I think. Uh we'll see when we get there. Um but I'm also a believer that Buffalo has just continued to regress. And I think they'll be worse than the Eagles. I think I think Buffalo is going to be a like fourth or fifth best team in the AFC this year. I don't know what it is that's telling me this. It's just uh, I just keep on thinking that they keep getting worse and they keep getting older and they and their Super Bowl window keeps shrinking. Uh, so and I think this will be kind of a sign of it. And I'm going to take uh, the Eagles here over the over the Bills. All right. I'm, I'm taking the Eagles as well. I so I'm kind of on the same page with you, Truman, with Buffalo. I kind of, it might be a little hot takey, but I think Buffalo's Super Bowl window is already closed. Yes, I think their chance was that was it 13 second game in Kansas City. Uh, that was their year, and they yep. blew that one. So I, man, it's tough. I I think it's closing, and then next year Josh Allen's contract goes way up, and as soon as you start paying your quarterback big money, that's death kneel for your super bowl chances yeah. uh oh so yeah I, I think it's closing i don't think they're going to be as good as the really elite teams on their schedule uh so i'm going philly yeah yeah it, well and the thing of, oh no and the thing about that 13 second year also that uh, us chiefs fans this will sound like sour grapes it always comes off like sour grapes but that Bengals team wasn't very good at that moment the chiefs were up 21 to three at halftime or whatever. And then just Patrick Mahomes, uh, that whole year, every now and again, he'd flip a switch and turn into uh, just like the worst quarterback. And it was super weird to watch. And he did that in the second half of that game and blew it. Uh, But the chiefs, I believe in all metrics should have beat the Bengals in that game. And I believe that if the bills would have got there, I believe they would have handled the, the uh, Bengals and they would have been absolutely onto the super bowl and probably Probably beat the Rams. I mean, because the Bengals gave the Rams a run for their money, anyways. That that was Buffalo's year, like one hundred percent. That was Buffalo's year, and they blew it in that last thirteen seconds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, and I believe uh, that was. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting his name. Why am I forgetting his name? Uh, the announcer that everyone is like turning their back on right now, Tony Romo. That was Tony Romo yeah. call, and he said that uh, Josh Allen did play a perfect game, which he did. Josh yep. Allen made like next to no mistakes in that in that Chiefs game and you know 
he they just lost in the most Bills way possible. Just you know, losing the coin flip mm-hmm. in overtime after giving up a touchdown in thirteen sec. I mean, uh, a field goal in thirteen seconds. So, yep. um, we've got Buffalo entering the bye here at eight and four. As a group, yeah. I've yeah. got him at I've got him at nine and three. Adams got him at seven and five. I've got him at nine and three as well. I should have him at eight and four. But I missed one. Did I miss I, one? Um, did you have him losing to Jacksonville or beating Jacksonville? I had him losing to the Jets week one, Jacksonville week five, Cincinnati week nine, and Philly week twelve. Oh, you picked him. Uh, you you messed up uh, at oh, New England. Yes. Whoops, yes, that's right. He said, yeah, he's because he said he he wishes he could have my optimism. That's right. That's right. My mistake. Okay. So, yeah, you know, the group has got them at. So now they're nine and three. Nine and three. Week now. And I have them at nine and three. And Adam, we all have them at nine and three, actually. Just, no, you have them at eight and four. And Adam has at eight and four. Oh, but. I missed my zero here. You know, reading binary from far away is kind of difficult sometimes. Um, well, it's also added up at the bottom. Yeah. Not important. Oh, there's a there's a there's a soda can in my way. Can't see oh, it. nice. See it. I'll, have to, I'll, have to, I'll have to. You know, I'm moving that right now. It's actually pissing me off. Professional to... professional podcasters. We technically make money off this. The professional podcasters. <laughs> Yes. Uh, okay, so that's at the bye week is week uh, 13 then. So week 14, they open up again against the Chiefs on October 10th. Uh, or sorry, what? No, December 10th. I accidentally messed up when I was yes, putting in that December date. 10th, I was like, yeah. that was weird. I was like, week 14, October 10th? I was like, that's... Uh, but <laughs> I, I believe this is where it's... I think the Chiefs will like handle this game. And this is where they win by like... 10 or like two possessions and everybody starts to realize maybe what we re what we've just mentioned uh during that philadelphia game where uh all of a sudden they get boat raced by the chiefs and every in the all you'll see it on Stephen a first take undisputed it'll all say has buffalo's super bowl window closed that's all they'll talk about that week and I think that'll be this will be the week that everybody realizes that. Yeah, Truman, can you repeat that? I somehow played Spotify during that. Don't know what button I hit on your keyboard to randomly blast Spotify. But once again, we are professional podcasters out here. Technically, professional podcasters. Oh, and I just said that this will be the week that uh, that the national pundits and the national media realizes what we've all realized that oh, yeah. Buffalo's Super Bowl window is closed, and that's all they'll talk about. First take, undisputed. That'll be you'll see that scroll across. It will say. Has Buffalo's Super Bowl window closed? And the answer is yes. The real question is, uh, is there going to be a Stephon Diggs drama right after the Philadelphia loss heading into this bye week uh, before the Kansas City game? Because Yes, and then they'll force feed them in the Chiefs game, and the Chiefs will blanket them, and they'll throw like two picks when targeting uh, Stephon Diggs. It would be cool to beat the Bills in the regular season. Um, and I'm going to be a hopeful Chiefs fan here. And for the first time in two years, I think the Chiefs are actually going to beat the Bills in the regular season. I forgot we fucking lost that game. I was at, I was at that Bills game. I forgot I was at that Bills game also. Yeah, that was a and then I was, game. Oh. I was at the bar, and that was a game where, you know, once again, the Bills just – the Chiefs played well, but the Bills played a better game. And I was just like, eh, whatever. We lost the game. That sucks. Moving on. Well, but the best part about that game – is there was an homage to the 13 seconds game because so I was at the 13 seconds game and the 
Bills game that they, where they beat the Chiefs last year, and there was 12 seconds left before halftime, and the Chiefs had the ball, and we're all like, oh, like the whole the whole stadium was like running jokes where they're like, won't it be funny if they score again? And they did it. And Harris Bucker had also been bad at kicking up until this point, and he just right. drills like a 55 yarder, and we all just get to turn at the Bills fans and go, and just and point at him, and they're all just like. Just hands and heads in their hands, just great. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's great all. Moment, I'm sorry, bad ending. But yeah, yes. Adam, KC, uh, Buffalo. I love it. I'm all for making fun of Bills fans. Just so you guys know, I'm on board. Uh, yeah, like I, I'm gonna go with the same analysis I had here on the Philly pick. I just don't think Buffalo is gonna be beating the elite teams on their schedule. Um, oh, I'm gonna go Kansas City wins at home. Absolutely. And then looking at this home stretch, guys, I think Buffalo's got what the Chiefs schedule looked like last year. So in the beginning of the year, looking at the Kansas City schedule, they had the most wins. So the teams that Kansas City was playing last year had the most wins in the previous season coming into it. That's exactly what Buffalo's got this year. Buffalo's schedule is brutal. Look at this last four. Home, Home against Dallas at the Chargers. Home against New England at Miami, like you're calling. Yeah, I, I don't know if we can. I don't know if we're going to compare that to. That's terrible. Being brutal. That's, let's that's let's start. Let's start here with the Dallas game. Uh, I don't believe Dallas is an elite team. I don't believe they're top. I if if we're doing NFL tiers, I don't think they're in the elite tier, and I think they're maybe at the low end of the great. And should belong probably in the upper end of the good tier. Sure. Uh, uh, on the list of teams that dropped forty against uh, the best defense in the league last year, uh, they're the only team in that tier. Just so we're clear. I don't care. I don't think Dallas is very good. <laughs> I don't think Mike McCarthy is a good coach. I don't believe in Dak Prescott that much. Uh, give me the Bills over the over the Dallas Cowboys at when the Bills are at home, especially. Okay. Do I pick Buffalo to go on a three-game slide in December? At home versus the warm air Cowboys? You're right. December 17th, this shit's going to be a snow game. There's no way warm weather Dak, who played at Mississippi, well, not Mississippi, but uh, Mississippi State, and then moved to Dallas. There's no way he's ready for the frigid temperatures of Buffalo on December 17th. So, yeah, I'm going with the Bills. Fair. What I will tell you guys is that the Bills are a warm-weather team. That's their biggest problem <laughs> is that they don't play in a warm-weather state. Uh, they're a track team. If they had a dome, they would be much better off. Well, it's, it's, it's a good thing that they're building a new stadium that they're mm-hmm. definitely going to put a roof on. It, oh, my God. If they don't, man. They're this not. Is, this is my biggest problem with them is they're a so track stupid. team. They're an indoor team. If they played in a dome, they'd be great. They don't play in a dome. That said, they still beat Dallas at yeah. home. And they play in the, maybe the most city that ever deserves a dome, other than Minnesota, who has a dome. You know, the other team that should have a dome has a dome. And then Buffalo, the only other team to have a game canceled for snow or moved for snow, decide to not put a new dome on their new stadium. Well, they also just don't have, you know, guys like LaShawn McCoy that can win you a game in a snow game anymore. So... Buffalo's brutal. Just be careful with giving them an advantage at home late in the season. I actually think it's 
pretty rough on them. We saw Cincinnati go in there and beat them when it was sleeting. We saw New England go in there and beat them when the wind was whipping. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not true. an advantage for them. That's true. That was the, that was the that was the is you know. Does Bill Belichick have a starting quarterback now? We've seen him go on the road and win. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. All right. So then they go to L.A. Ooh, that is a it's an East a hard Coast. game. That's East Coast to a West Coast on one week. What was it? What's the stat? It's the West Coast teams teams playing on the East Coast. Are bad. Yes, but because they lose sleep. So, but the East it doesn't Coast have as much of an effect going the other way. Okay. Because uh, it's just like they're playing at like they're just playing at like four o'clock. For but me, for the like, for the West Coast teams, they're playing at ten a.m. But they're not used me, to. For me, I'm a big narrative guy, especially when it comes to AFC West teams. Um, this is big a narrative very podcast. Typical, this is a very typical Chargers loss. Uh, you know, Chargers need this game to stay within two and a half games of Kansas City at this point. So, uh, yeah, this is the nail in the coffin for him. Buffalo's winning this game. Chargers win this game so that the AFC West isn't locked up and we get annoyed because we still have to play our starters for the last two weeks. Uh, give me the Chargers in this one. All right. I'm going Chargers as well. I think Ooh. this is the game where we start worrying about Buffalo's Super Bowl window as a national media. Like, this is Ooh. the game where they're like, "Ooh, lost to the Chargers late in L.A. Not looking great. Because Buffalo, I mean, so, I mean, if if they're sitting at after week 15 or week 16 and they only have 10 wins or nine wins, if it's if we're following Adam's logic, I mean, this is that is prime. Oh, wild cards are starting now. There's three wild cards. So if you get 10 wins, you're probably in. But uh, it's not a guarantee. And people are starting to go, whoa, this is. They're barely going to be a wild card. Denver, you know, Buffalo can miss the playoffs. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it might be one of those years. And uh, guys, is it, is it confirmed that Shannon Sharp and Stephen A. are joining forces for a show? Is that confirmed yet? I'm not sure that's confirmed yet. That's just heavily rumored. Okay. Because it's... Buff- because Buffalo losing to L.A., I'm tuning in to Shannon and Stephen A. I say Shannon Sharp is has officially left Skip. That has been... That that relationship got super toxic. When you lay a head on your pillow at night, just know I gave you everything I had. Yeah. Uh, week uh the New Year's Eve game. Uh, give me Buffalo over New England. They shut up the haters just a little bit. They get a little closer to the wild card game. Uh, yeah. Give I'm, me New England. I'm also taking uh Buffalo here. Buffalo's not gonna or lose Buffalo. Both of them. Sorry. Yeah, Buffalo's not gonna lose both of them to New England, in my opinion. I'm going to take Buffalo here as well. Uh, I will tell you that if New England's going to win one from them, I think this is more likely just because what we just talked about with the cold weather stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I just, it's going to be really tough for them to stop Josh Allen this year. That's true. Yeah, Josh Allen. Yeah, pretty good against the Patriots. Okay, the Week 18 matchup on the road at Miami. Uh, Miami is down to their third string quarterback at this point. Uh, Buffalo salvages and confirms their playoff spot with a win here. Could be deciding the AFC East title here. Give me... Damn it. I've got to decide if I want to play narratives or not. Because we talked about Tua. At this point, it's Skylar Thompson. Right, that's my issue. If if it's Skylar Thompson, it's Buffalo. If it's Tua, it's 
Miami for me, but um, you know what? I'm buying stock in Miami. This will be my Chicago Bears hill that I die on this year. It'll be the Miami Dolphins instead. Give me Miami taking this dub over Buffalo final week of the season. All right. Yeah. You guys want to talk home field advantage? Miami in December, sweltering heat. You got to stand on your side of the sideline where there's no sun because Miami, or there's no shade because Miami cheated when they built their stadium. Yep. Yep. I don't care if it is Mike White. We're going to beat him. Miami's going to win this game. They, they went in to Buffalo in the playoffs last year with Skylar Thompson. Should have won that game. Yes, absolutely. That's true. They should have, yes. Mike McDaniels, or Mike McDaniel is that dude. I think he can scheme up this offense even without Tua. And you go into Miami from cold Buffalo. It's You don't win in Miami in December, man. Trust, as a Patriots fan who's watched it over and over and over again, it yep. is brutal down there that time of year. Oh, I'll never forget that Hail Mary play or that uh, flea flicker play. I'll never forget that. Yeah, why did they have Gronk out there? Still don't Gronkowski! Know. No! <laughs> you know, they he used to put Randy Moss back on Hail Marys back when Randy Moss was one of the best receivers in the league. And they're like, yes. yeah, Gronk could do the same thing. He's fine. Look, he's 6'8". He'll be okay. okay. Really, really tough one. Yep. Oh, well. All right. So what I'm trying to I, say is, uh, with uh, Adam praising uh, Mike McDaniel, I'd like to remind the class that no one has seen Adam Fowler and Mike McDaniel in the same room at the same time. That's all I'm trying to say. It's true. Uh, so we have the Buffalo Bills. I have an 11 and six. Owen, you got him at 12 and five. Adam's got him at 10 and seven. As a group, 11 and six, and I think that's I think that's about right. All right. I think I probably have one too many wins, but Buffalo, they're so like. Their unit as a whole, if it can stick together and avoid weird losses, I think mm-hmm. if if you gave me an eleven and a half, I'd probably yeah. still bet the over this year. But yep. I I also wouldn't be surprised if they won like ten games. Fair enough. All right, let's uh, keep it moving on to Miami. Uh, week one, they're at the Los Angeles Chargers to open up the season. That's a good opening week game. Um. I think Miami's going to trounce the Chargers and have everybody thinking about what's going on. You're, you're, going, you're going Miami here. Yep. Well, you're forgetting that uh, L.A. is the best first-game team unless in the whole league unless they're playing the Chiefs. So give me L.A. I'm going to go Miami. I know two is going to be on the field for this one, at least for some of it. So. Mm-hmm. See, I have that same yep. logic, yep. but there's no way Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are hurt week one. So that for that reason, I'm going with the Chargers. Fair enough. Fair enough. At they're at New England, uh, week two. I think this is easy Miami W. Easy Miami W. Right. I said it. That's uh, right. I think this is a close one. I do think Miami is the better team. So give me Miami here. Oh, I am going New England win here. For two reasons. One, it's Tom Brady night in New England. This is the special Tom Brady comes back. We unveil the statue. There's going to be a lot of emotion in the stadium. Sure. Two, if the Patriots don't win this one, they might start 0-5. So we, you got to give me one. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Fair enough. Julian, I don't know how you did your calculation for, for, for some of these. 
Uh, wait, no, you're changing the bottom. Why are you changing the bottom? Oh, wait, that was the bottom. You're right. Yeah, you changed my sum. <laughs> That's. Oh, my God. It's working. It's working right. as intended. You touched Never my. Never ruin another man's formulas. He oh, touched no, my Excel sheet. He complained about he complained about the Excel sheet. He's like, "Hey, could you add a couple if then statements?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." I did it, and now he's messing with it, and now it's broken because he touched my. He wrote over my totals. I did. I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Man, what did I do? Equals sum parentheses. Drag that column. Click enter. Then drag it over to the right. It'll do all three columns. I'm 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 not I don't know if I'm Excel proficient. I'm Excel enough. Okay, well you know we'll, we'll fix that once we get to the end here. Uh, Will all right because uh, <laughs> we can because we can count. Uh, all right, um, Adam. Home you, against Denver, week three. Yes, you said week two win for the Patriots and a loss for Miami. Correct. That's correct. Okay. All right. Going. Well, going nowhere. Going back home. To face Denver. Easy dub. Denver's terrible. Denver, it's um, going to be hard for... I have to pick some wins for Denver somewhere, but this isn't it. Give me a Denver dub. Denver might be... Or Miami dub, sorry. Denver might be in the Arizona category for me this year. I don't think they got better. I, I don't think they got better. They couldn't have got worse, though. <laughs> but when, when Miami is good... It is so hard to win in Miami, really, any time of year. I talked about December, but, like, going from Denver, high altitude, to going in Miami and just sweating your ass off for an entire game is going to be rough. So I'm going Miami here as well. Oh, this is also, like, the hottest time to play. Like, this was when Buffalo struggled and was, like, it was, like, 115 on the field was, like, week three around, or it was week two or week three. So, yeah, this will be awful. This will be an awful time for Denver. Uh, Week four, we already picked these games. Yeah, it, it, just a reminder. I picked Miami to win. Owen picked. Owen and Adam both picked Miami to lose at Buffalo week four. Yep. All right. Then at week home f- against the Jets. Well, the Giants, excuse me. Uh, Man, I really... God, I have to pick... Damn it. I have to pick Miami here. <laughs> Give me Miami again. Miami... I'm going to have Miami starting off 6-0, and and that really makes me sick, honestly. Well, Miami no stranger to a 5-0 and start. So, at this point, two losses kind of seems uncharacteristic for him. So, uh, give, me a, give me a win against, uh, against the, uh, the Giants. Not too late to go back and change that New England pick. You can still pick New England to win, Truman. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to go with Miami over the Giants as well. I just, I'm not a big Giants believer. I think they really regress this year, even though they have Dayball. So, I, I'll take Miami at home. Uh, you know, a team built about around two ball carriers, you know, a Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Um, you know, if Saquon decides to play. Yeah, exactly. So Carolina, a gigantic question mark this year. You know, they got the new rookie quarterback. It's been a while since we've seen a rookie quarterback truly excel in their first year in the NFL. Uh, I can't, I can't pick them to win, dude. Give me Miami with uh, their fourth win. Uh, yeah, no, Carolina, I think, is going to have some growing pains with Bryce Young and also a new head coach. Oh, yeah, Frank Wright over there. Uh, give me 
Miami again, six and zero start off season. I like where Carolina's going in the future. A lot of young talent on the defense. I like Bryce Young a lot, uh, actually, but not year one, not against Miami, who's going to be a really talented team. So I'm going Miami as well. Man, have you seen the videos? He just looks, he looks so small. And I know I shouldn't buy into that. I know he's going to play larger. I know that's an antiquated thing. I know small quarterbacks can su- succeed in this league now. But I feel like that first year is going to be tough on him. It's the first year learning curve for quarterbacks is already so difficult. Yeah. Toughest position to transition to in the NFL. And then, yeah, the size doesn't help. He's going to have to, he's going to play bigger, but he's going to have to learn to play bigger in the NFL. Yeah. That's going to yeah, take time. Absolutely. Uh, Coming up against a team that is just physically large. Miami's going away to Philadelphia. Uh, give me Philadelphia here. Philadelphia could be undefeated. This could be two matchups of 6-0 and teams where they're like, who's going to, you know, wow, this is unexpected. Uh, this is going to be a heavyweight matchup. But, yeah, give me Philadelphia here to uh, knock Miami off their high horse. I'm going to call it right now, as long as two is healthy for this game, this is going to be a shootout. Oh, okay. They, like, this is easily like a, you know, 42-38 type of game. Uh, I'm going to take Philly to win it. With some of the losses Philly's had on defense going up against Mike McDaniel and this like Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle combo. Yep. Lots of points in this one. That's true. All right. Following week, back at sorry, home sorry. You said against all back New England. To, wait, sorry, to confirm, you, you said Miami? I'm going Philly. Going Philly. Okay. okay. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Moving on. At home against the Patriots. Second time already. Dang, that's quick. Uh, W for Miami. Okay. I'm going Miami as well. Patriots do not win in Miami. Just watched it for way too long. Yeah, they do have a little bit of hoodoo around it. Um, yeah, I guess I have to go Miami as well. So then uh, Miami's hosting. No, they're not. This is the Germany game. Um... So this is in Munich, because I remember that this, you know, would have been a home game for Kansas City, mm-hmm. but it is mm-hmm. not. So oh, I, I feel like there's more Chiefs fans in Germany. Give me the Chiefs. I think also give me the Chiefs here. I think w- what's crazy is that they've sent a game that could be uh, jockeying for position of the number one seed in the AFC at the time. And it's in Germany, which is probably the best thing the NFL could do, but also just a crazy thing. Also, I think the possibility Skylar Thompson could be starting a game here, or Mike White could be starting a game here by this time. Again, I know Mike White's the backup, but we're Skylar Thompson believers in this house. Uh, so, uh, Ema, uh, so, but yeah, so sadly, I've got a, I'm going to still pick the Chiefs here, but it is just crazy to think that this game would be in Germany. NFL usually sends like crap games overseas. Like the other Germany game is New England versus Indianapolis. Like that is, that's going to be boring. So I apologize to our friends in Germany. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You guys worried about the Tyreek Hill revenge game at all? Uh, Not really. Uh, I think Casey has actually done generally pretty well against number one wide receivers. But I, and also, I, 
I don't know what to expect. I mean, Chiefs have always had the speed guy. We've never really faced like a pure speed guy like Tyreek Hill. So I don't know what to expect. But I I can't say I'm like extremely worried. It, I am I'm worried, but I think we saw a lot of games with Miami last year where Tyreek Hill went for 180 and they still uh, managed to lose that game. And I think sometimes you give Tyreek Hill, you know, some room and maybe he's going to do something for a bit. But if anybody should know what Tyreek Hill struggles with, it should be the Chiefs. And uh, but I think they're I think Tyreek Hill is going to have a big game, but I don't think it'll be big enough for this moment. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at is I think he racks up a ton of yards, but the Chiefs still win this one. Mm-hmm. I wanted to pick Miami when I was first going through this, but this is where I kind of started hedging because, like you said, as Tua still playing, we have no idea. Might be Mike White, might be as a state alumni legend, Skylar Thompson, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so Casey sweeps on that one. They're entering the bye. Um... I've got him at five and f- four. Adam's got him at six and three, and Truman's got them at a nice, good old seven he- and two. Yep, yep. Oh, oh, and I have good news for you. If you go down to the where it says year five, you if you uh, grab a corner, drag that cell to the left, it'll fix everything for you. I saw that it was still doing the sum, and I was like, oh, yeah, you're what, good. Five five? Yeah. I have been at eight and... T- Wait, no, on. you've gotten a five and four. Oh, no. Wait, oh, no, no. It's yeah, I've got that it's W. Yeah. Right, I've got that W down low. You guys both have them at five and... Or, or five and four five. going into this week. And then I have them at seven and... Two going into I the bye week. Think yeah, my, I probably have too many losses for him. Uh, it depends on how many concussions Tua has at this point. Yeah, pick pick those losses now because the second half of the schedule is Truman. You might have them like easy fifteen wins. I know, <laughs> I know. This is gonna be so. Uh, out of the bye, they host one of the most dysfunctional God, teams yeah. in the entire league. Uh, the Raiders, right during their Raiders fall apart part of the season, which this season might be the entire season. Uh, mm-hmm. Give me Miami. Yeah, give me Miami. Raiders. It's easy Miami one as well. Raiders still have one of the worst pass defenses in the league. Yes. It's not going to be fun. Again, even if it's Mike White or Skyler Thompson, I still think they can find one here against the Raiders. Uh, oh, following I- week, they're at the Jets. I think by law... I think I have to pick this as a Jets W uh, just for division parity and so that they're not 15-2. and two. I think I have to do the opposite. I think I have too many Miami losses, so I'm picking a win on the road. Okay. <laughs> I'm going Jets win at home against Miami. I think this is like one of those games that's going to be like, man, here it's kind of a division-deciding game. At this point, mm-hmm. they got two against the Jets to finish out the season. So I'm going to say they take or the Jets take the first one at home. I think I'm yeah. I think I'm coming around more and more on the Jets as I think about it. They had one of the best, you know, young wide receivers in the league with Garrett Wilson last year. Then Sauce Gardner, you you know, expect both of those two rookies to not take a step back, and then they get better at the quarterback position by a billion percent. 
and they add Alan Lazard, and they get Brees Hall back, but who knows what Brees Hall is going to do yeah. that coming back from that ACL. Yeah, but the running back position doesn't matter in the NFL. Um, well, well, that's not. They just don't get paid. It's not that they don't matter. Well, it's just that... Yeah, but you can find Jareem Doolittle from D3 White Castle, and uh, he'll, he'll ball out. Um, Fair enough. At Washington, uh, this is a Miami. Am I going to get weird? You know, ah, fuck it. Let's get weird. Uh, give me a Miami loss here. <laughs> give me a commander's win. I was also thinking about uh, giving Miami another loss here. because uh, This is a pick for parody in the NFL. This is a scary, Terry random fantasy hero week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Miami win over the Washington soon to not be commanders. Again, they might have to change their name again, unfortunately for them. So Really? Is that true? Yeah. There's a trademark battle. They'll probably win it. But there's apparently another guy who owns like the name the Washington Space Commanders or something like that, and it was deemed to be too close. So they <laughs> couldn't trademark their name. Let's uh, go back you know, to the football team. The football team was so hype. It was better than what they are now. But uh, yes. yeah, Miami win in Washington. That's, All right. You're, you're the only one who's picking the right thing here. We, I think we are backed into a quarter here, and we have to pick Miami to lose in that so, game. Yeah, then we have the uh, Battle of Midway at, uh, in Hard Rock Stadium with the Titans coming to town. Give me Miami. I, I, Miami. I refuse to believe in Tennessee. Yeah. I, I don't believe in Tennessee at all this season. I'm going with Miami as well. I don't believe any team in the AFC South besides sort of the Jag- Jaguars, and that's just for them to win the division. Um, um yeah, okay, yeah. That, so back home against the Jets. Give me the Jet. Uh, give me the Dolphins here. I'm the opposite. Give me Miami. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm taking. Jets here, sorry. Taking Miami. I had the Jets winning the first one in New York, and again, revenge game. Parody in the division. Jets or Miami takes this one over the Jets in week 15. All right. Then uh, they have the Cowboys at home. Uh, give, 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 me, give me Miami here. Okay. Uh, give me. Mm, give me Miami here. I had a lot of Miami losses the first half of the season. I think they put together a nice little win streak and start pushing for the division at this point. Uh, Miami over Dallas. All right. Okay. At Baltimore, before their final home game of the season, hosting Buffalo. Baltimore's a sneaky one. You don't know what you're going to get with Baltimore this year, like, at all. Uh, You don't know what Lamar Jackson you're going to get, and you certainly don't know what the wide receiver room is actually going to turn out to be which has always been the biggest question for Baltimore these last couple seasons. Give me, give me a Miami disappointment. Give me a Baltimore win here. Give me a Baltimore win as well. Yeah, we're actually we're all on the same page. I just I don't like this game for Miami. Like late away at another division winner, another like pretty good potentially playoff team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guessing Mike White or Skylar Thompson starting this game at Baltimore. Not my favorite matchup all right no so then we've already picked our final game of the year truman had miami winning i had miami losing and adam had miami winning bringing truman to a nice 12 and 5 season for miami 
I had him at nine and eight, and Adam had him at eleven and five. I mean eleven sure. six, excuse me. And the group had him at eleven and six. So nice. next we have New England, and I'm gonna let you guys stew on that. Uh, I had four seltzers on the previous pod, so I need to uh, go piss real quick. I'll be right back. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Professional podcast. He's going to skedaddle upstairs. Uh, gosh, man. I don't... This New England team... <laughs> I I know you said that you're not going to be optimistic about them. You're about to not... You're about to surprise everybody. And I think every time we have uh, somebody like... Like, we're going to have a Bengals fan on for the AFC North. And I know they're going to go crazy for the Bengals. But, like, last year we had a Dallas Cowboys fan on... And they just shit on the Cowboys the whole time. It's one of those where, like, if you're not confident your team's going to win the division, everybody always expects you to be a homer, and then you come on here and you're like, we're dog shit, we're bad. And it's just... And I'm excited for you to do this with New England. It's funny because, like, it's just kind of like a Boston sports fan DNA. And trust me, like, nobody wants to hear me complain after the run of success we've had. Sure. Boston sports fans are just negative. Like Boston people are just negative people. True. It's like they're always like, even when we had Tom Brady, it was like, ah, man, I don't know about this season. And then we'd go and win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I live in Metro Detroit. And <laughs> I would tell you, Lions fans, with no matter like how much shit they've been through, they're the exact opposite. Where yep. they're just like, this is our year. Every year, Jared Goff, yep. baby, we're going to smoke the Chiefs week one. And then it's like rolling from there. So I, th- I think it's just dependent on fan base. Like Dallas fans go either way. It's like, they're either super into it and they're like, this is our year. Or they're just like, we're going to be dog shit. Um, but there's certain fan bases where it's just like, they're super negative or super positive every year. Kind of no matter what happens. I think my picks for new England are realistic. I, uh, biggest problem with the Patriots over the last couple of years has been more that they don't really have the blue chip talent they had mm-hmm. during the Brady area. Uh, era been like outside of quarterback like the the wide receiver room is rough uh, probably like a bottom third wide receiver room in the nfl right uh, our best corner just got caught bringing massive guns in an auto feeder onto a plane oh like, yeah i forgot it. oh my god i forgot about yeah so he's he's gone it's uh <laughs> it's tough man it's tough what bill takes happening? bill takes chances on those like i questionable character guys andy reed andy reed did that i mean he did that with tyree kelly did that with mike vick they both talked about they just talked about that on a podcast where andy reed absolutely gives them a shot and so does bill belichick those guys they will give you that second shot and that will work out for you from time to time but at the same time once you have one slip up they're very good about saying all right dude get out of here we're done with this now when it works man it's like randy moss Corey dillon you know when it doesn't work it's Antonio Brown and it's Jack Jones and I I'll take the shot. I'll give the guy a second chance, but I absolutely agree with the philosophy that if they mess up again after they got their second chance, like that's it, you're right. out of here. Right. Everybody deserves at least a second chance. You know, Mike Vick, Tyreek Hill again, did their time, uh, did the did the justice system came through and then uh ended up being great for Andy Reid. But oh man, they've also had the bad side of that with, you know, some questionable guys that didn't pan out or uh man a great example they signed the the raiders guy do you remember the the raiders cut that cornerback also flat like Dang threatening Garnett. people with guns on uh, instagram and like two weeks later the Chiefs signed him i was like what are we doing mm-hmm. and then they, like 
two days later, they cut him again. And I was like, okay. I was like, all right, at least we didn't do too dumb there. But yeah, Damon yeah. Arnett. It, yes. Thank you. Yeah, some, sometimes it does pay off, but it's, uh, man, it's going to be tough in New England. And we had, like, before that incident happened, and I was like, okay, we got Jack Jones and Duggar and uh, Christian Gonzalez and all these guys. I was like, man, we might have a really good secondary this season. Mm-hmm. That I thought we were going to get DeAndre Hopkins at one point. And I was like, oh, man, if he can still go, you get a number one receiver. We added Juju. Like, I was starting to get pretty optimistic. And the last couple of weeks of the offseason have been rough. Yeah. yeah. It's probably going to be reflected in the picks here, too. Man, if you could have DeAndre Hopkins and Juju opposite of each other, honestly, that would have been quite the matchup. But yeah. instead, I, I very similar, honestly, to the Chiefs last year where we're like, our number one's Juju. This will be fine. It'll be fine. You know? I don't support everybody being like TikTok boy and all this stuff, but he also, he's, you know, he's a solid receiver. He's going to get you a, a probably, he's going to get close to a thousand yards, but he's just not, you know, he's not an all world wide receiver ever. Right. Yeah, I, I like the signing. I just, the difference with us having Juju as our number one and you guys having Juju as your number one is that we don't have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey on the field as well. So it's Mac Jones, Hunter Henry, and Mike Gusecki. It's uh, a little bit harder for Juju to get open. Well, to be fair, Mike Gusecki can't kill you in a, in a game this year. So you're going to have to win one, at least one against Miami this year. But speaking of oh, things... Oh, no. can kill us in a game. It's just going to be from the inside. Oh, God. The self-sabotage. <laughs> but speaking of things that are going to be rough, opening the season hosting the Super Bowl losers in the eagles um i know there's a stat around there about the first game after losing the super bowl isn't great for the uh the team that did lose the super bowl but i i I can't imagine philadelphia really missing too much there hasn't been any internal turnover they really haven't lost or gained too many players so i'm gonna have to go philadelphia here it is a home game in New England, which does make me feel weird things. Again, I think we see a lot of dumb stuff happen in week one that isn't reflective of how the season will go. Uh, but I don't think I can bring myself to actually pick the Eagles to lose to the New England Patriots, so I'm going to pick the Eagles to win here. But I'm just saying, I'm like a, you know, I'm a zero on this, but I'm like a 0.1 where maybe there's a dumb thing that happens and New England pulls us out somehow. I'm, I'm just going to tell you guys that we get annihilated by running quarterbacks. That's fair. Rookie Justin Fields came into New England on a Monday night and hung 33 in New England last year. Uh, Philly true. wins this one. I think Philly wins this one by quite a bit. Fair. All right. So we already have the week two matchup picked. Uh, Adam is the only one picking a New England win in that one. So, moving on to week three. At the Jets, I have another New England loss. Sorry, wait. Oh, and just as a reminder, that week two game is a home game against Miami. Uh, just so. Just for yes, those audio yes. audio viewers. Uh, yeah, week three is uh, they're at the New York Jets. Give me the Jets. Again, I'm not going to be too negative on the Jets. I'm going to be negative on the Jets, but I'm not going to be like under. I'm not sure I'm going to be under 500 negative about the Jets. So, but I am under 500 negative about the Patriots. So, give me the give me the Jets here. 
I, I think this is the game that kind of tells us how the rest of the season's going to go. The first few weeks are going to be a little weird. Patriots typically start off slow. Um, I'm going to take the Jets at home. I just think this is too big of a game for them against their rival. Got to yep. win this one. Yes. In, in the similar way that if you guys win this game, you'll be like, oh, the Patriots might be all right. If the Jets lose this game, they're going to be hitting the panic button. And it, it, they're hanging a lot their hat on this game. They're hanging a lot of their uh, mojo on this. And I agree that I think the Jets are probably going to put it together, put you away here. Yeah, so Jets for all three of us. Yeah, yeah. So going into week four at Dallas, kind of a tough start for New England here. There's no way a Bill Belichick team goes 0-4, right? Right? Uh, I believe there is a way, and I believe that this is the way. But I I don't believe they'll go 0-5, but I do believe they'll go 0-4. I think they're losing at Dallas. I'm flipping this bottle cap. And they lose it. That's brutal. (laughs) I can't, you know, you know, Bill Belichick is such a consistent head coach he's you know obviously you know a more consistent well i guess not as consistent but as mike tomlin is with permanent winning seasons but i i it's so hard for me to pick that loss but i i I just can't see it part of why i picked them to win the tom brady day home game against miami is because like if they don't they're probably going zero and four i'm taking dallas to beat them as well just a brutal matchup However, they do get the Derek Carr New Orleans Saints in week five. And that's for me when they're going to pick up their first win. Oh, that's a get right game. That's a get right game. Give me, uh, give me the Pats over the Saints here. I'll, I'll take New England as well. Derek Carr, not good. Not a big Derek Carr fan. Not worried about him in New Orleans. Speaking, uh, of, fans I'm not a, one. speaking of teams and quarterbacks I'm not a fan of, they get at the Raiders next, the following week. Yeah, it's a win for New England again. So here's the tough thing. Uh, as Patriots fans might know, Belichick assistants own Belichick in a weird flip. Uh, and that's the only thing that worries me here. Trying to look. You know what? Yeah, give me, give me the Raiders to win this game in a weird twist of fate situation here. Give me the Raiders to win this one. And... I think the I, I again I think we're all pretty much on the same page that we don't think New England is probably going to be a playoff team this year, but I don't think they're going to be the worst team in the league. But and I see some wins down later in the year, but this is a brutal start to their season. I don't know how we got this schedule after not being good last year because the the whole schedule is actually pretty rough. I'm going to say they win this one. I don't think there's any way that Bill Belichick lets them lose this game after how the game in Vegas ended last year with the Jacoby Myers lateral. Oh, my God. I kicked off our team. I forgot. (laughs) No way Bill lets them lose this one. So I'm taking them over Vegas. Oh, man. I love love the possibility. I I want a side prop bet. Juju, again, I I know I literally maybe five minutes ago said I don't uh, support all the Juju TikTok boy stuff. Uh, But I love the possibility of Juju uh, hitting a TikTok on the Las Vegas Strip and then having a crucial fumble in the last minute, and then that being all over social media. I don't love that possibility. Thank you. <laughs> I would take, I'll take a prop bet on that one. That's why Juju's so, yeah. on the team, though, because Jacoby was like, as soon as that happened, it was like, okay, he's gone. That's it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, so Adam, I was actually listening to your podcast, 
And I think uh, on the uh, the Patriots schedule release uh, episode uh, a couple weeks back, and I think you quoted yourself nearly word for word with, I don't know how the Patriots get this schedule for a last place schedule. <laughs> and I agree with you. This is insane for your first, for your first, what, eight games? That is crazy. It's like the first eight, and then we got well, we play the AFC West, which doesn't help because we got you guys and the Chargers and all this stuff. But yep. it's it's tough time to be a New England fan, man. Like I said, nobody wants to hear me complain, but the division is really good, and we got a tough tough road this year. Yeah, to be fair though, with the history of the Patriots, the Patriots have never been a middle of the road team. They've either been the worst team in the AFC East or the best for the past like what twenty five years. This has been the case. Mm-hmm. Stuck in the cycle of mediocrity now. Yeah, you know, but hey, you wouldn't trade those uh, those six Super Bowls though. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Nobody wants to hear a New England fan complain, so I I won't. We had the best 20 year run in the history of sports. Uh, happy with that. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah I, we definitely take those for sure. Uh, so then New England goes. Uh, Back home against the commander slash football team slash new team to be named. Um, yeah, uh, Bill Belichick picks up a win again. Yes, this is, uh, again, a get-right game. Uh, they've got plenty of those get-right games on their schedule. Give me, <laughs> give me the, uh, yeah, give me New England up there. I'll take a New England win as well. They're going to need it after going home against Buffalo at Miami. Yes. Tough. So, so Truman, you put a star against this Indianapolis game. Uh, is this the I, overseas game? Yes, that's the other. That's the other uh, game in Germany, right? In Germany, this one's in. I think in Munich. Yes, well, that I'm one. Not... I was able to realize that it was the Germany game. I didn't start the other game, but I remember to start that one. Well, American Patriots always triumph in Germany, brother. So, for the third time, Patriots taking a dub in Munich. Oh uh, yeah, uh, give me give me the Patriots here too. I think they're going to be in a weird sit- quarterback situation with not trying to start Anthony Richardson and then throwing him into the fire, and then he's not really ready. And I think the Patriots are going to catch them at a good time for that, and especially overseas where it's going to be like his second or third week starting, and he's going to be in Germany, and that's going to be a bad time for him. So yeah, give me the Patriots a, a W there. Uh, any German fans? Uh, if you could please show American fans how to like sing songs in a crowd at an NFL game, holy shit, that would be hype. Can you imagine like you know a European style, you know entire eighty thousand person stadiums sing some chant at, at, at a player on the field? Uh, Americans really need to step our crowd game up. I'm hoping these uh, these two Munich crowds can really help us out here. Oh, and I'm gonna let that comment slide. I know we. I typically don't allow you to talk about Premier League on this podcast, but I'm gonna let that comment slide as it wasn't uh, directly. They do it for Premier all League. of their sports, so it, it wasn't actually about the Premier League, especially because the Premier League is in England and not Germany. Um, so yeah. Anyway, that's, oh, that's fair. That's fair. I'm dumb. I'm an idiot. All right, <laughs> let's move on. Yeah, anyway. Come on, guys. We're we're talking about real football on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I have New England beating. Indianapolis as well. We we own Indy. Honestly, we yeah. have for a while now, uh, and I feel like Bill is going to do a good job of getting the guys to play ready to play overseas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, once again, I, I think Bill Belichick is, 
you know, middle of the season when everyone else is having their weird changes, especially if uh, Indianapolis is going wherever they are with their rookie quarterback. Bill Belichick eats rookie quarterbacks for lunch. So, uh, I, I, once again, I Patriots on the road in Germany. Come on now. So then they uh, come back from Munich and have a bye week. Probably the best positioned bye week in the whole world. Uh, bye week after a, <laughs> a European vacation. And then they go on the road to, uh, was it MetLife is where the Giants play, right? Yes. Yeah. So, the new Meadow, the new Meadowlands, right? Yeah. And so you need to have a good passing game to, to beat a Bill Belichick defense. And I, I don't think the Giants have got it for him. So give me a third win in a row for the Patriots here. Uh, give me a little uh, listening credit here for listening to Adam. Uh, I know that the New England Patriots struggle with running quarterbacks. And oh. I also know famously that the New England Patriots struggle with the New York Giants. So, ooh, got him. Ooh, just a little dig. Um, give me... <laughs> oh, I think <laughs> my, my audio is cutting out, Truman. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I... I'm actually going to take New England to win this one, but I will tell you that the odds of me having PTSD during this game is like minus 50,000. It's guaranteed to happen. <laughs> oh, man, I hate right. playing the Giants. Truman, are you, are you, are, yeah, you're, you are putting a zero. Okay. Yeah, I'm putting a zero. Give me a zero. Okay, I know you said Daniel Jones is technically a running quarterback. He does have a lot of good running stats, but you also have Fastest to Fastest speed, fastest they, uh, recorded player. He's just taking a note out of the Lamar Jackson MVP season of farming against bad teams. But also, Brian Dabble knows how to coach an offense against the New York, the, uh, the New England Patriots also, and that's something to think about. We're talking just, about the Sith Lord of the There's a lot to think about NFL here, Truman. The Sith Lord of the NFL, Bill Belichick. Who struggles against no, Brian Dabble offenses. No. Dabble? Dabble? I think it's Dave. Keep going back. I don't know. Anyway, Chargers. Go back and on this a lot. Peak fall Chargers. Apart. Peak fall apart time for the Chargers. Give me the fourth. Patriots are in a win in a row. This this does have dumb Chargers loss written all over it as they're like threatening the win of the division. Uh God. West Coast team. Well, you know what? West East West Coast team going to the East Coast. Give me uh Give me the Patriots. I'm actually going to go with the Chargers to win this one. Uh, I have a New England theory about the Paper Tiger defense, where when we play bad quarterbacks, the defense is very good. When we play good quarterbacks, the defense is very not good. Uh, and I think that shows up here against Herbert in this passing attack. So I'm going to take the Chargers to actually win this one in New England as much as it hurts me to do so. All right. All right following week go on the road to pittsburgh uh a battle of the most successful franchises in the history of the nfl uh i guarantee you they talk about the number of super bowls both these teams have won at least once during the broadcast um i you know i i don't think this Patriots team is going to be good but they're also not going to be bad so i need them right about a couple games under 500 uh you know it I think Pittsburgh's on the upswing. Just give me Pittsburgh here. Yeah, again, Page, uh, Pittsburgh always has to get to at least 500, and they're going to probably need this one. Uh, give me the Patriots. Or the, sorry, give me the Pittsburgh Steelers. Man, I keep doing that. <laughs> I'm actually on Pittsburgh here as well. I 
think the defense has an opportunity to be pretty nasty this season with Watt back and then uh, Fitzpatrick back there. I think our offense is going to be way better this season. Like, I think the Pats are going to be a better team than they were last season, but win less games, if that makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh at home. I think Tomlin is obsessed with beating the Pats, and this is going to be like his Super Bowl. Absolutely, because we know Pittsburgh can't reach a Super Bowl this year or any time in the near future. Um, so then uh, the Patriots host Kansas City. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is actually a, a cold weather guy, so so give me the give me Kansas City here. I like this. Uh, give me Kansas City as well. I think Kansas City. As Kansas City fans, we will you'll see this weird thing we'll do when we play bad teams. Uh, and we get like frustratingly close to losing. Like I think it was like two or three years ago, we should have lost to like Atlanta or Carolina well, when they were very year. bad. Just and last it was year, just... we should have lost to uh, Tennessee Houston. and Houston. Yeah, took both those teams to overtime. And so I wouldn't be shocked if this is one of those where you're like, "What the hell are we doing?" Like Mahomes throws two interceptions. Or he has like that dumb fumble that he had in the in the AFC Championship game. Uh, like you see one of those just dumb things where we just don't put him away the whole game, and you're like, dude, we could lose this game, and then we win, and we're like, oh, cool, and then we just move on from it. But I think it'll be oddly close, but I'm still take, pick, taking the Chiefs to win. All right, Are you guys ready for the moment of the podcast? Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm. I'm- with you guys i'm actually going to take casey to win here too i agree with you though truman truman kind of stole what i was going to say is that i feel like this is going to be weirdly close this is going to be the game where it's like the patriots are like right on the edge of the wild card can they get in they got to beat a really good team to get in and then they can't get it done yeah yeah you know it's just you know bill belichick is as far as i can remember hasn't really put in a poor performance against kansas city like ever is as far as long as I've been a Chiefs fan, except for that one Week One game where Alex Smith was the go killer. There we go. The Kareem, the Kareem Mahomes, the Kareem Hunt game, fumbled the first possession and then went ballistic the rest of the game. Yeah, with that being the only exception, Bill Belichick has either played Kansas City really close. Oh, hey, I want to get your thoughts. On oh, Halloween. also the Halloween game. Sorry, hold on one more time. The Halloween game where uh, it was the worst loss or like top five. I think. Belichick has had one worse loss now, but it, at the time it was the worst loss Belichick had ever had, like widest margin. Oh yeah, well that was yeah, it's been a, it's been a little bit. But what do you think about that uh, that one controversy uh, with uh, a couple years ago? I know that I, every once in a while I see a couple Patriots fans on Twitter bring it up. I, I'd like to stress it's very infrequent, but I I have seen it, so I know that for a, for a little bit. What was that three years ago now? Um, what uh, do you have any thoughts on that play? I think it was three years ago. I think I was in New Mexico when they challenged the like drive before and lost the challenge, or they challenged like in the first half and lost it, and then they challenged again like the drive before, and then when they needed the challenge and they called him down before the end zone, and he was definitely not down. Uh, walk us, walk us through how you felt during that time uh there have been some fortunate calls that have gone in our direction i'll say that uh and as much as i'm enjoying the trip down memory lane of all the times kansas city's kicked our ass i would like to remind you guys that the golden boy patrick mahomes has never beaten tom brady in the playoffs Uh, that's a tough one tom brady went into kansas city 
won the AFC Championship and then went on to win the Super Bowl. So it, uh, true. It, it goes both ways, except the Patriots kind of pull it out when it matters against Kansas City. Shouldn't have started what you couldn't finish. This like, is fair. Know, this is all it's, fair. It's, it's, it's funny that you say that, Adam, because uh, Chiefs fans are currently going through what you guys ghost used to go through with this kind of thing. So how you felt about Kansas City around, you know, from anywhere from eight to four years ago is currently how Kansas City feels about Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati, I guess, well, has more Buffalo, us, especially Buffalo, but especially also Buffalo, now but, Cincinnati. Yeah. But, but, you know, it's, it's the type of thing where they tend to beat you in the regular season, but you know when the playoffs come, rents do. Yeah. And, yeah. We, uh, We've had quite a few of those over the years you know there's yeah, been mean, you you guys are in that space now where someone beating you it's like their super bowl even though it's like the regular season right you know? and you get all that shit talk from the fans so then when it matters like i said mahomes is going to turn it on and get it done so you guys got your revenge against cincy past season so yeah i i've been there it's a nice spot to be in enjoy it while you're there because it doesn't last forever right absolutely. that's true and uh, after um, that game, I got to tweet one of the things that triggered me most ever after a sporting event I think I've ever seen. So uh, you probably won't know this, Adam, but uh, obviously KUK State is a huge rivalry. Uh, and in I believe it was either 2015 or 2016. I don't remember which one it was. But there was a, a player by the name of Svi Mikhailuk, and he made the game-winning shot to beat K-State by one in Allen Fieldhouse, which is a notoriously ref-biased uh, arena. Uh, and he uh, picked up his dribble at half court and took four steps t- to beat K-State. And yeah, they the picked it up before the three-point line and then did a layup. So essentially yeah. took four steps, took a layup, made it to beat us. And uh, I'll, I've never been this mad about what, a, uh, so what someone has said on Twitter other than this spot. And they said, it, you know, it, they were a KU fan, and they said, it was a perfect game. KU wins and K State fans get something to bitch about, and that is exactly how I felt about uh, this most recent AFC Championship game. Uh, is that perfect scenario for me? Chiefs win and Bengals fans have something to complain about. Well, and of course, the Chiefs, after losing that New England game, tried to get the t- coin toss uh, rule changed because they said, "Well, that's just not fair." They're like that. We should have got to see Patrick Mahomes, goddammit. And then everybody says, "Oh, you're just crying. You're just whining." And then the following year, they have the thirteen or the follow two years later, they have the thirteen second game, and then they win the coin toss. And then every and then the, immediately they change the rule the next year. And it's just I'm like I I'm feeling more and more how the Patriots felt, where you're like, dude, what the f- what do you mean? That the Chiefs get all the calls. We literally had rules changed against us after we tried to get that rule changed years before. Anybody that's successful over a long enough period of time, everyone will turn against you. Yeah, yeah. There's, yep. You can't do anything right. You're, mo- you're going to be the most hated team, and it'll happen pretty much as long as you guys have Mahomes. Yeah. You could talk to me about it. I know. I know how it oh. feels. Well, yeah. oh, and when he got that first one, everybody was like, oh, like, oh, that's awesome. Mahomes, like, oh, the future of the league. And then now everybody's like, fucking, I've seen Mahomes. I'm going to shit on Britney all the time. I'm going to talk about Chiefs fans being the most annoying on Twitter. And you're like, okay, dude. All right. I'm sure. I think I'm sure that's the worst part about all of this is I'm starting to, one, 
kind of like Tom Brady, and I almost threw up while saying that. Um, He's a great and, social media guy. And then I keep finding more and more Patriots fans that I like agree with and respect their sports opinions. And it's like, what have I become? What's going on? You know, I, <laughs> I, I swore that I would hate this team forever, and here yeah. I am. It's when you become them, then all of a sudden you start looking for like the sage advice of like, you're like, ah, God, how did you guys deal with this? And it's like, just ignore everybody and keep winning. <laughs> just fucking win. That's all that yeah, matters. Exactly. You're like, you're literally gonna win the Super Bowl f- four out of the next five years. Just, it doesn't, it couldn't matter less. Just enjoy right. it. Ignore yeah. Twitter. And speaking of uh, games that could be deemed as a Super Bowl, Denver uh, <laughs> is hosting New England. Week 16, what a huge game for both of these teams. Both these teams fighting for their sixth or ninth win-ish. Huge implications. I, I joke, but, but obviously I think this could have actual serious implications for uh, a Patriots playoff spot. Um, what? Fuck, you have them at eight wins. What the I, fuck? I, I sure do. And they're, gonna, and, they're, and they're gonna grab a ninth. Yeah, they're gonna win this game against Denver for sure. I have them on a three-game skid going into this one. There's no way it hits four. Uh, yes. New, New England over Denver. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, oh have, you I, messed I, up I, and picked no. all of us to. Yes, yes. Sorry, you okay. don't have them at nine wins. You have them at eight wins. Okay. I was like, wait, how did we? Okay. Yeah, that's, what I, that's what I said. I was like, wait, what? I had them at eight wins. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we've already all picked them to lose at uh, at Buffalo in that week 17 matchup. Coming into week 18 uh, against the Jets. I oh, Belichick with the opportunity to fuck a division rival, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely he will. Yes, you know I think yes. he will too. I think this Patriots team had a really poor showing last year, really uncharacteristic of uh, what a Bill Belichick team normally is, even on a Bill Belichick down year. Uh, I, and I really think that nine and eight is about wh- exactly where I want this Patriots team to end up. Um, so I'm going to have them winning this, this game against the Jets. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say they, they take this one at home against the Jets too, like especially because the Jets are probably looking at trying to win the division at this point. And mm-hmm. the Patriots probably out of the playoffs here uh, if we're going by my logic. So just a chance to fuck them. Is like yeah. Bill Belichick hates the Jets. Absolutely. He'll, he'll get them up for this one. Yeah, okay, I, quick question. Oh, no. What yeah, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, quick question, before we move on to the Jets here. Let's say the bottom falls out. Top 10 pick for the, for the Patriots next year. I have a friend at work, loves Mac Jones. Huge Mac Jones guy. When Lamar Jackson was on the trading block, he's like, I don't want Lamar Jackson because Mac Jones is better. I was like, okay, dude, let's, let's all pump the brakes. What's going on here? If you guys end up with a top 10 pick, do you guys go quarterback? Would you support going quarterback? I would for the right quarterback. I so I like Mac. I don't think that Mac is like the guy. Though. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what skill he has that elevates the team around him. Kind of like a if everything else on the team is good, he can win. It's not like you know, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow type of guy who's going to make your team better. Uh, especially in this quarterback class, you got Caleb Williams and Drake May at the top. There's some talent, Mayor. If you could get one of those guys, I 
pull the trigger. If the bottom off, really falls out. Yeah. It really fell out. Yeah. Or if you make some huge trade for one of those guys, I would take one of those guys in a heartbeat. If I'm just picking a quarterback just to pick a quarterback, I say no and let's ride it out with Mac. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I just think that Mac is that uh, prototypical, I mean, stereotypical, excuse me, uh, Bill Belichick guy that's that can just do what he wants, but Bill Belichick needs a guy that can do what Bill wants and then add that little bit of sprinkle, you know? You need him to, to fully integrate. He needs him to be the offense and some and not – just his offense does that make sense yeah it's just kind of the nfl nowadays you need your quarterback to be able to do a little bit more than just run your offense right like all the really good teams the really good quarterbacks the dudes who are successful right now they do more than just run the offense for you like have you seen have you been watching the quarterback at all the netflix uh the netflix special so in that netflix special i think you see those two kind of archetypes uh, you know, it's, it's a behind-the-scenes look at, at Mariota, uh, Cousins, and Mahomes. And Cousins and Mahomes, like, throughout the game, are talking with their head coach slash OC about, you know, hey, should we do this? Should we do this? I'm feeling this. And Mariota's kind of just running the offense for, for the Falcons. And obviously, he's not even their starter right now. But I, I just think that, you know, that, that's one of the things that I think Mac Jones doesn't quite do. I don't think Mac Jones is... You know, saying, hey, why don't we, you know, check out this package? You know, I don't feel like this coverage is good enough. Uh, what, what if we do this here? I don't think Mac Jones is doing that. Um, but I also think he didn't have that relationship with Matt Patricia. I think there was noticeable rifts between them, and those were well documented. Mac Jones saying, "Oh, this know. this is my whole thing with the Pats this year, though, is that I I think they're going to be a better team. I think Mac Jones is going to have a much better season. Just how brutal the schedule is i don't think it translates to a ton more wins you know i think when yeah. we win seven eight games right. last year we're probably going to be right around seven eight like right around 500 again this right. year yeah picking, oh, sorry. picking in the in the high teens again yeah, yeah. forgot uh, to kind mention... of stuck in the middle right yeah forgot to mention the totals uh truman has the patriots at six wins and 11 losses i have them at nine wins and eight losses and adam has them at eight wins and nine losses and the group has them at eight wins and nine losses. So, moving on to our final team, the New York Jets. Uh, I, this team could be exciting, or it could be the flaming ball of controversy that follows Aaron Rodgers wherever he goes this year. I think the Jets are actually going to be an interesting team to watch. Almost a exciting, like, I'm going to be following the Jets' scores. I'm very interested in how this turns out. Because th- this Jets team could t- easily win this division. They could also... I think finish below the Patriots. Uh, if Aaron Rodgers continues this downward slide that he's been on. But once again, the Jets are a mediocre quarterback away from from winning the AFC East, in my opinion. So we really just got to wait and see. I think, I think they are the second biggest question mark behind Detroit this year. Where it's like, what is Detroit going to do? Is Detroit going to keep on getting better? Or are they going to? Is the bomb going to fall out on them? And then it's what does Aaron Rodgers do? Yeah, I, I don't think that's ridiculous. So, all right, let's get the picks done. Uh, open up first week. They're at home. Uh, they're hosting the Buffalo Bills. We already picked this game. I had this as a Jets loss. Owen had this as a Jet Jets loss. Adam has this as a Jets win. 
You know, so, I don't. I don't think that's crazy. Once again, Buffalo has a pretty big question mark over them as well. Uh, just because of how the culture is heading right now. So then uh, New York goes to Dallas. Give me a Dallas win. Jesus Christ. I'm actually just seeing the schedule now. I'm seeing how hard the Jets also have it. Man, the AFC, the AFC East, you guys have a bad time. Man, Jets, you guys have- Jets like start out brutal up till their bye week. And then after the bye yeah. week, it's going to start being like scissors going through construction paper. Right. Um, in in yeah. my opinion, because I'm buying the Jets stock. But the second half of that schedule is really easy. Oh, yeah. Those last seven games are like cruising. But those first like six games are no fun. Having the AFC West and the NFC East is not the best combo for a, mm. for a division. Especially for uh, a specific year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but when your, your crossover games are Atlanta and Houston... It makes it a little that's easier. Not, yeah, that's not bad. Uh, at Dallas, I'm gonna have to pick the Jets here. I think. Give me the Jets. All right. Again, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay on my Jets stock right now, but I'm definitely selling Dallas stock. Uh, Truman, I think you've picked four Dallas losses against the AFC East, by the way. So uh, you're starting. I had off- to have picked them. Did I pick them? No, I had them. I don't think you picked a Dallas win. No, go back up to the Patriots. I had the Patriots losing to him, right? Or did I do this thing also where I was like, well, they have to have a W somewhere. Dallas won there. <laughs> no, no, I got it. All right, all right. I got him. I got him. I got him losing to Dallas. Oh, to Miami. Okay. And I had him. I had him beating. I had Miami beating them and Buffalo beating them. So, but beating New England. And I think that's right. I think that's fair. Sure. Adam, I'm gonna take. Dallas. I'm taking Dallas to win here for the Jets. I think it's gonna be an up and down start for the Jets before they get into the easy part of their schedule. Uh, I'm gonna take a loss on the road. All right, all right. So Truman, you thinking the Jets are taking the dub? Adam and I have a loss for him. Then we already have this game picked against New England. We all picked a New York Jets win at home versus New England in early September when uh, the tables will be absolutely brutalized. Uh. Wait, wrong fucking team. Wait, what? I was like, what? Yeah, never mind. Wrong damn team. Buffalo. I wasn't going to call you out too hard on that one. Where the will be brutalized in New Jersey. Um, anyway. Then, Every then table play. gets brutalized in New Jersey. It has to live in New Jersey. Absolutely. Can confirm. Um, then the Jets have a home game against Kansas City. A preseason game of the year to watch. I've heard a lot of people say this is a barometer game, especially for both teams. Once this again, is a Sunday night football game as well, for yes. the record. Once again, I think Kansas City is getting – I don't think Kansas City can really get that much worse, if not getting better, because they had so much rookie production. Uh, yep. give, me, give me Kansas City. I think Kansas City takes it here. The weird, the only thing that worries me as like a Chiefs fan is that uh, Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes still have not played each other yet. Yeah. And so I almost worry one of them is going to get hurt or get sick or something in the first first four weeks of the season, just because it's just a curse. Like that first year that it would have happened, Mahomes dislocated his knee the like game before, yeah. and then the second year it happened. Uh, Rogers caught COVID, and then, and then he was outed that he, you know, didn't actually get vaccinated. All that stuff w- went crazy during that time. 
Uh, so that's the only thing that scares me about this game. Just as a Chiefs fan, I worry about Mahomes getting hurt. Uh, but as a Chiefs fan who is optimistic about everything, I think they are going to play each other. I think the Chiefs take this dub. Yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs here too. I, like I said, I'm buying Jets stock this season, uh, but I think it's going to take them a little while to get off the ground. Like I think bumpy start here for them, and then they start cruising. Yeah. Well, if you want to get off the ground, you can start by being a mile high up in Denver. Uh, give me a win on the road at Denver Week 5. Give me a W as well. Yeah, what a transition. Hard agree. It's over Denver. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Yeah, I, you know, I don't, once again, I don't see how Denver takes a significant improvement. Like you said, I don't think they can get worse. But didn't they also get seven wins last season? That doesn't sound exactly right. No, they were, no, they were a top five. They had a top five draft pick that they, they traded they, to the. Were they a five win? To, it was either five or tw- seven wins. Uh, I I think it's much more likely that it was five, and it might have even. I think it was five. Could have been six. You might have ended up right in the middle. Oddly enough, that'd be crazy. Let me know. Yeah, we'll figure That's it out. That's one thing that I wish uh, apps did better is looking up teams' previous seasons. Google Google and ESPN absolutely hate showing you old records for some reason. Five wins. Five wins for the Broncos. It was five? Yes. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, because I think they're going to end up probably around seven this year. Um, yeah, because yeah, but, Seattle got a top five draft pick out of it. Yeah, but not this one. Um, oh, then they go host Philadelphia. Oh, God. So if you want to beat a good quarterback, you pound the ground with a running game, and that's what Philly's going to do to this New York Jets team who has a really good uh, secondary. So give me give me Philly here. Well, they just beefed up that D line, which worries me. Uh, damn it, dude! I really, man, I hate this. Uh, I wish this was in Philly so I could pick the Eagles easier. I think, I think I'm gonna pick the Jets here. No. No, no, I'm gonna pick the Eagles. Sorry. A final answer. I'm going the Eagles. I I'm not sure the Eagles are gonna win 15 games, which worries me that I've picked them to I think sweep the AFC East. But I uh just I can't I don't think they're gonna I I don't think they lose this game. I think this is a game that in a betting sense, I wouldn't bet a single dollar in any portion of this game. Because no. I feel like, you know, both these defenses are good. Both these quarterbacks have shown they can be good, but also both of these teams have shown that they can lay eggs. It's going to be funny. We're going to get to this game, and we're going to be like, how did we ever, like, so many things will be clear by week six that we're like, how did we ever even think this was going to be anything other than whatever the outcome is? And we'll be like, yeah. oh, yeah, this will be easy. Yeah, I, I feel like this is the game you look at, and it's a home dog. Like, the Jets are, like, plus 130 or something like that, and you're like, oh, God, I'm really tempted to take that, and it's a waste of money because Philly takes it. So I'm yeah. going Philly to beat the Jets. Okay. I think once again though, I think that the the KC game and the the uh the Philadelphia game are two absolutely huge circles for the whole league to figure out what's gonna the hell's gonna happen in the AFC East this year. So after that tough right. game, they enter the bye week and then they take on the Giants in MetLife. Right. Uh yeah. Oh, at the bye week, I've got him at three and three, you've got him at two and four, and Adam has him at three and three. And so Again, like we said, that is a tough stretch to start the season. 
but yeah, I, I it's think, about to get a lot easier for Jets well, fans. For my picks, once again, I just think uh, New York falls into the I need to pick some Dallas wins mm-hmm. section because I think Dallas has got to end up at 10 or 11. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, um, so going to New York, short trip, obviously, home double home game. Um, you know, give me the Giants. Something tells me – wait, no, 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 just kidding. I can't have them at that many losses. Give me the Jets. Don't worry, buddy. The thing about it being a Giants home game is it's also a Jets home game. That's a yep. little, little fun fact. Uh, give me the Jets over the Giants here. The double, the double home game. Yeah, I'm taking the Jets as well. I the best thing for me on this podcast is that I only have to pick the AFC East, so I don't give a shit about how many <laughs> Dallas wins I have. Oh, absolutely, that is the absolute advantage of uh, being in the group that, and that's what something that Truman and I found as we ran into that at more and more, uh, like because we we picked the AFC West last because you know it's the closest to the season, and then you know we look at our schedules and we have like eight or nine games already picked on this schedule, and we're like, holy shit. And we're looking at all these wins and losses, and we're like, we have to choose some. Chiefs aren't going to win 17 games. We got to put some some losses in there somewhere. Yeah, that's totally. I although I think I picked them at like 14 and three last year, and fucking no, where are they at? You picked them at like 15 and two or 16 and one. I did not have them at 16. I think I had them at 15 and two, maybe. Still in that range, like the 13 plus win range, it's probably fair. You know, yeah, you're going to be right. there. So yeah, right. Yeah, I, right. I'm gonna pick them to win at least 15 this year because but, the okay, schedule's so easier. If if we play the Cardinals, I'm picking the Cardinals to win because the Chiefs have gotten away from narrowly winning against the worst team in the league three times in a row. Certainly, we're gonna get uh, the KC against Green Bay effect against KC this time, uh, eventually. Uh, That's fair. So home game against the Chargers. Give me the Jets again. Interesting. Uh, this schedule's about to get a lot easier. I, But I'm always on record of not believing in the Chargers, so yeah, give me the Jets. Keenan Allen and Michael Williams will both be hurt by this point. <laughs> Brandon Staley will be going for it on fourth down every single t- drive. Yeah, I'm taking the Jets as well. I think, like we said, West Coast team coming east to play a game is pretty tough. Yeah. yeah, I think we're getting very close to it all blowing up in the Chargers' face. I think Brandon Staley's been walking a fine line. I think he's. He, I think he is either sink or swim this year. I think he will either uh, go crazy, or this is the year it all finally blows up for real and they win six games. Yeah, their way would yeah. be very Chargers. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. the Chargers are hospital FC with literally the, all of their team. So, yep. you know, the Chargers always have been this way. If they can stay healthy, you know, <laughs> you'll get a 2010 season where they have the best offense and the best defense. But they'll still find a way to lose. Uh, and, yeah, yeah it's, something's got – something always goes wrong with the Chargers, and it seems like they have some – they pissed some ghost off. Uh, and and – yeah, it's, it's, and we it's and we always talk about Keenan Allen and Mike Williams being the injury bugs, but an underrated part of that is Joey Bosa – tweaking a knee and missing five weeks in the middle of that, which you're like, oh, Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. You're like, that'd be crazy. Yeah, it would have been crazy four years ago. But at this point, they both either start are getting hurt or and Khalil Mack has just kind of lost a step at this point. 
But where the Jets won't lose a step is at Las Vegas, gaining some sleep hours. Uh, give me a win on the road November 12th for the Jets. Yeah, uh, this is uh, good for the entire division to keep on being able to beat the Raiders. Uh, give me the uh, Jets in this game. That's the nice thing is we all have to play Kansas City and Philly, but we also get to play the Raiders. So I'll take nice. the Jets over the Raiders too. And the yeah. Commanders. So, Yeah, the Raiders absolutely gunning for that worst team in the last 30-year spot. The Browns had taken it back, and you know Derek Carr dragged the lifeless car- carcass of uh, – of uh, the Raiders out of that worst team in the last 30 year spot, but they're really going to be coming back for it this year. Um, So then we've already picked the Buffalo game. We all think the jets are going to lose it. Uh, I think we had different reasons. I think that one might actually, once again, be a real close game, real barometer for both uh, the jets and the bills at this point in the season. Then Mm -hmm. November 24th, they play against Miami. We've picked this one. Truman gave uh, Miami the loss. Uh, No gave Miami the win. And uh, Adam gave Miami the loss. Then moving on to Atlanta, a team that I think really can't get too much better, but it's kind of like a, a window to the future. Like, does Desmond Ritter still have the starting spot at this point? No. It's uh, Taylor Heineke by this point. Uh, but he will have already started his two games where he has random W's. So he'll be back to his losing ways. This will be a Jets <laughs> W. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, Atlanta just doesn't have it for me. Uh, really questionable draft pick with Bijan Robinson that high this year. Uh, g- give me the Jets. Totally forgot about that. So I'm going to pick the Jets to win this game, but I'm going to give you guys and your listeners a free hot take here. Ooh, this is yes. For free? For free. When we do our divisional previews, which were coming up in August on Fouled Out, we do hot takes for every single division. My hot take for the NFC South is that the Falcons are going to win it, which is not saying a lot because I don't think it's going to be good, but yeah. uh, the Falcons could probably win like seven games and still win that division, but I think the Falcons take it. I was about to say, it's going to be a seven-win division champion, whatever it is, whoever gets out of the NFC South. Free take number two, you should take Bijan Robinson in the first round of your fantasy leagues if you have like a oh, yeah. or later pick going to be a monster this year I, it's oh. a bad pick nfl draft wise pick fantasy wise because he's going to tear it up and they have to feed him that if you draft a running back in the top 10 you have to feed him mm-hmm. yeah uh that's an absolutely delicious take adam thank you for giving that to us for free um I love that. then they free. go to houston uh their brand new quarterback situation truman is it is it going to work out here for houston are they going to get the dub no, no, no. They're probably a year or two away. They're getting, they're doing things the right way for once. They kind of did a little draft day for a shout out all the people who love the movie oh, Draft God. Day, where they ended up getting the second and the third pick somehow. That was crazy. We were at the draft. It was in Kansas City. Me and Owen were both there live on, on the lawn of Union Station to see the Chiefs draft a K State player. We went ballistic. Yeah, but. That's hype. It was so high. But more, more importantly, uh, those first like five or six picks were just crazy. That was hype as well. Where they were, where they, you're like, Texans have traded up. You're like, holy shit. 
and then they picked Will Anderson. You're like, holy shit! And then right after that was the Indianapolis pick, and you're like, well, it's Will Levis, and it's and but you're like, but they should go Anthony Richardson. And then it was Anthony Richardson, and we're all like, holy shit! I mean, that was just back to back to back to back. It was just crazy. Uh, but Houston putting together, no, but I think they're going to be better this year. I think my, a weird hot take here. I'll give you a weird hot take. I. Uh, you did NFC South. I'll give the AFC South hot take. I don't think the Texans are going to win the division, but I think they're going to finish second in the division. Spicy. But are the Jets going to win this game? Yes, the Jets are going to win this game. Uh, I, CJ Stroud is an Ohio State quarterback. Therefore, he's going to be a giant bust like all the rest of them. Ohio State and the Big Ten don't play anybody except Michigan, who uh, dominates them each time they play. So uh, CJ Stroud is going to be a huge bust, terrible pick. Stop picking Ohio State quarterbacks. They're not good. Um, oh, and thoughts on Joe Burrow? Thoughts on Joe Burrow, Owen? You cannot count him as an Ohio State quarterback. Stop it. That's like right, calling, so that's like calling uh, Baker Mayfield a Texas Tech quarterback. I mean, is he not? Shut up. He no. sure seems like an air raid type of guy. Shut up. Uh, anyway, so the Jets are definitely winning this game. Yeah, so I, I don't like Stroud as an NFL quarterback, but I will tell you, he put up a hell of a game against Georgia in the playoffs last year. I mean, Ohio State yes. quarterback, so that was pretty damn good. Uh, I'm also on record as hating what Houston did trading up for that second pick, but that's a, it's a whole other conversation for another day. Uh, Jets get the win here. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that conversation, you can check out that conversation. If you check out the Fouled Out podcast, he did discuss that uh, a lot uh, on their post-draft day special. It was a fire episode, I have to say. So go, go check it out. But so moving on, December 17th, the Jets go to Miami. We've already picked this one. Truman gave the Jets a loss here. I gave him a win here, and Adam picked him to lose at Miami It'll once be again. so hot. They're going to be baking that Miami sun, dude. In God. The, in the December Miami sun when for no reason in Miami it's 85 degrees because that's how Miami and Florida rolls as a whole. So That was like me baking in the Kansas sun. You can see this hard uh, tan line. This is an insane tan line going on. Sorry. Not to get off topic, but just the same true. thing. Truman uh, was uh, working in – I would say the the fields it looked like. It looked like you were on a freaking track I, in the fields. I, I, I was legit just riding the back of a tailgate in the middle of nowhere in between, like, cornfields. And I was like, what am I doing with my life? I was like, <laughs> I have an engineering degree. I have an engineering license. Like, why am I riding out the back of a tailgate right now? But, yeah, Truman looked like he was... Uh, say lobby. He looked like he was straight up a picker going to a new field uh, after after having finished one field going to the going to the next one, dude. It's actually kind of crazy. Uh, so moving on, the Christmas Eve game against Washington at home. Uh, Eric Bieniemy's in Washington, and that's just about all that Washington has changed for the better, in my opinion. Give me the Jets. Yeah, give me the Jets as well. I'm taking the Jets too. Yeah, you know nothing. I don't think there's anything really to discuss about the game. I don't think Washington is going to be that much better. Um, then the Jets go to Cleveland. Uh, by now, uh, eighty more women have probably spoken out against Deshaun Watson. Uh, it, it's going to be bad. That I, I still cannot believe that that trade. Just one of the worst ethical and also just NFL wise trades that we we've seen in a really long time. So give me the Jets here. Yeah, I mean, most. I mean, sorry. Most importantly, uh, jail. He should be in jail. 
Oh, second, second, most importantly, from a football standpoint, uh, he was just awful. He was terrible last year. He didn't show many great flashes. He didn't look very good. Uh, you know, obviously he had a bit of a stunted off season as he deserves, but, uh, I just, I'm not sure I'm ready to buy back in on Deshaun Watson. So yeah, I'm definitely also going with a Jets win here. I agree with the Deshaun Watson should be in jail take. Uh, also agree with the Jets beating Cleveland. It seems like we're all in agreement here on all of those points, talking about the game and Deshaun Watson as a human being. So to round out the year, to ruin a possible playoff spot, maybe ruin some possible seeding for him, we all picked New England to win the final game of the year. Truman's got the Jets at uh, – 11 and 6. I've got them at 10 and 7. Adam's got them at 11 and 6. As a group, we have them at 10 and 6. Uh, meaning that we have chosen, as a group, Miami to win by one game. The NFC. Yep. East. Absolutely. Bill Belichick absolutely wrecks their season at the end there. Because they split it. They split the season series with, the, with Miami. And I don't want to go through all the tiebreakers. But I think they could, if they win this game in the final week of the year they can win the division and they of course will lose to new england because bill belichick loves to ruin the season and miami takes the takes the dub for the division yeah so um adam has them going to tiebreakers both uh new york and miami at 11 wins for adam uh, i don't know what the type uh, i'm kind of curious what oh, wait what what does he have buffalo at does is buffalo also at 11 i have buffalo at 10 yeah buffalo at 10 uh, so so divisions are head to head, which I believe oh, you I have them I have, split. I have I have Buffalo winning the division, and then do you have them? And then uh, division record after that. Do you do you have that real quick? Could you He's run that team. math? If yeah, let's see. I have them even there too. I think I have both of them at like three Ooh, and three or four and funky, two. Funkier tiebreakers. Does it go to conference tiebreaker at that point? I, I think. think it's winning percentage against the conference. Yeah, and then it's common opponents. I think after that, it's a lot of math. So what I'm going to do is just pick the Jets to win the division. There we go. There we go. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just going to hedge because I don't know how many games Tua is playing. If you give me a full season of Tua, I'll take Miami, but I'm going to assume I'm not getting that. So the ultimate hedge. In individual picks, Truman has Miami winning the NFC East. I mean, AFC East. I have Buffalo still being a top of the AFC East. Adam has New York winning the AFC East. And as a group, we have tiebreakers. So <laughs> between uh, New York and Buffalo to win, to win the A's. Wait, hold on. No, we have 10. We picked Miami at – I mean, New England at eight wins. We picked Miami at 11. And Buffalo – yeah, Miami and Buffalo going to tiebreakers for the group. Uh I don't know. I'm, so I'm just going to put Miami slash buff. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, so as we said at the beginning of the show, uh, I really think that the AFC East is going to be a very fascinating division. Um, once again, I don't think the Patriots had a bad draft. So once again, question marks there. I think they probably should be either third or fourth in, in the in the division. But once again, we have no idea what – 
uh, Tua is going to look like this year, which is a huge factor, as we've seen, for Miami and how well they play. And the same thing are the wheels falling off for, for Buffalo and Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and uh, that whole relationship. And then, once again, even bigger question mark, does Aaron Rodgers still have stuff left in the tank? Can he improve You know, Garrett Wilson's play? Can Sauce Gardner still be a top three corner in the league? Can the rest of the Jets' defense still be solid like they've been? I, I think this division is one to watch, guys. Absolutely. The super fun division, and what makes it even more fun – Top five players. Of course, we're all going to pick our top five players. And then we're going to get the hell out of here because I believe we all have to work tomorrow. And it is almost 11 p.m. as we're recording this on a Tuesday or a Monday. And Owen still has to upload this podcast. So That's true. And But time flies, Truman, when you have good podcast hosts. Thank you very much, uh, Adam Fowler, for joining us. Uh, part of Fouled Out Sports. Let me make sure I have the spelling correct and check my podcast and shows that I follow. That is... F O L F O W L E D out. There we go. <laughs> fouled out. Yes, fouled, fouled out. out. You can find it like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere where you guys listen to Dom That's True, you can find that. So gotcha. uh, come check it out. We're wrapping up our NBA coverage right now with the top 30 NBA players uh, in the league. Ooh. And we are moving on to a very fun podcast. The week of July 31st is the guessing who the top 10 quarterbacks are going to be after the NFL season, what the consensus rankings are going to be, and then uh, divisional previews, and then into NFL season. Um, we'll try to have you guys on at some point, too, so you might see these guys pop up as oh, well. sweet. Let us know. Always happy to, to, to join you, for real. But yeah, I'm definitely going to be tuning in to that July 1st episode. I mean, that that's exactly down uh, out of uh, my wheelhouse. July 31st. It's going to be, yeah, the week of July 31st, oh, yes, whatever that July. Wednesday. So August 2nd. August yep. 2nd, you guys can look for the future top 10 quarterbacks episode. That will be hype. All righty. I've got, I've, I've got five players. I, I'll, I'll start first. Okay. Uh, Adam, as always, uh, this uh, doing these top five lists is always just a great example of how much me and Owen don't know individual players outside of our division, <laughs> uh, especially defense. We will have uh, one to none defensive players because we play fantasy football. So we're like, oh, well, I know those guys. Uh, so I will always start this off with an apology about not picking any defensive players where you'll go, oh, you mean this guy who should be defensive player of the year maybe? And you were like, oh, I forgot he played on that team. Uh, so just as a warning. So... That being said, number five, Sauce Gardner. <laughs> number, number four, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, again, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is uh, great, but, you know, listen, he's got, what, three MVPs? I think absolutely still uh, up there. Number three, this is going to be weird. My top three is going to be odd. Number three, Stephon Diggs. Uh, still think he's probably a top five to top ten wide receiver, uh, if that makes sense. Number two... I'm going Josh Allen, which leaves a question as to who will number one be. And I actually have Tyreek Hill as the best player in the AFC East. I think we talked about this as Chiefs fans for a long time. Uh, Tyreek Hill is a top five wide receiver in the NFL. But the thing about Tyreek Hill is he can do a lot of the things that the rest of the top five wide receivers can do. And none of them can do what Tyreek Hill can do. And Tyreek Hill is just the most unique, maybe the most unique player, and and certainly one of the most unique wide receivers in the NFL. 
and I think that always ele- elevates his play. And I think where he can be the center point and the center spotlight has only uh, escalated that in the minds of everybody else. And so, yeah, number one, Tyree Kill for me. So to run it back through the list, number five, Sauce Gardner, number four, and Rodgers, number three, Stephon Diggs, number two, Josh Allen, and number one, Tyree Kill. All right, all right. Um, lots of good picks there, Truman. I have a slightly different list, but uh, once again, Truman and I always laugh at each other that we always choose a lot of the same players, and we have definitely done that again. Um a little bit different, though. Um, so at number five, that's where I put Stephon Diggs on, on my list. He's he, a very good player. Uh, lots of question marks going into the season. At number four, that's where I put Rodgers. But I'm going to put a kind of a side here. This is where I put Rodgers slash Garrett Wilson. Because I don't know if Rodgers is going to be good, but I know that Garrett Wilson is. So we'll see. Number three, Sauce Gardner. He's top three corner in the league, top three on this list. Uh, number two, this is where I put Tyreek Hill. He's a you know top two wide receiver in the NFL right now. Uh, I think you, you can choose him or Justin Jefferson. And then Jamar Chase, you know, those three guys really go ahead and choose one of those. I think Hill and uh, Jay Jettas are the ones that you really have to choose for your one two, though. Uh, Jay Jettas probably number one, but. If, yeah, if you want to be serious. But just because he's just a classic wideout, you know? Right. And then number one, this is where I have Josh Allen. I think that he had more of an off year, but I think it was still 38 touchdowns and and a lot with his legs. So, you know, still not a bad year. But go go back through it. Diggs, Rodgers, slash Wilson, Sauce, Hill, and then Allen. Sounds good. It's time for the man, Adam. Uh, number five, I got Mac Jones. Number four is Bailey Zappi. Number no. <laughs> uh, number five, I have Stephon Diggs. Uh, number four, I have one guy you guys haven't mentioned, Quinnen Williams, defensive tackle for the Jets. It's a great answer. Uh, yeah. I thought about him a little bit just because he just got that contract done, which means Chris Jones can now get his contract done, which is nice. Mm. Yeah, 12 sacks as a defensive tackle last year. He's a beast. Uh, number three, Tyreek Hill. Two, Josh Allen. Number one, it, it's a little bit spicy. I have Sauce Gardner. Best cover corner in the league right yes. now. As a rookie, he's only going to get better this season. Yeah, that's absolutely. Ridiculous. So, you yeah. so it's through? Uh, Diggs, Quinn and Williams, Tyreek Hill, Josh Allen, and Sauce Gardner. Yeah, that's that's a great list. You know, once again, uh, we like to say that the person in the division always picks the the player that we should have and don't. And once again, Truman called it defensive player absolute monster was like oh well we like these wide receivers and well sauce gardner got on espn that one time so better pick him yeah i was actually made my list i talked to my co-host matt about it uh i had kyle duggar the safety for the patriots on there and he's like you don't have quinn and williams and i was like i I just wanted a pat it just made me feel better because i have none of us had a patriot on any of our lists so i had to do the right thing though so did you put did you put rogers in i didn't put rogers in I take these five guys over Aaron Rodgers right now. I don't think that's ridiculous. I don't think it's ridiculous to say that. I think that's I think that's fair. Just I did forget it's hard, about that. It's hard to leave him off the list. You know, is there ever been a time in Patriots history where they haven't had at least one really good safety? I, I can't remember oh. that. 
Al Duggar, man. But yeah, I will see where Aaron Rodgers ends up on my quarterback list coming up here in a couple weeks. Uh, like I mentioned, we're doing that episode where who are the top 10 quarterbacks after the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say he's like right around 10 for me right now, but we're going to make some predictions and see where he ends up. Yeah, I, I just think he's one of those guys that he, he determines how good the Jets are this year. His play directly. So yep. we'll, we'll see. So there you go. That's it. That's top five list. That's the AFC's preview. Uh, again, a big shout out to Adam Fowler for coming on. Fouled Out Podcast. F-O-W-L-E-D. Out. You know, Podcast. Yes, yeah, just, just the regular out. Oh, you see. Just right. be sure. Speaking yep. of people that support us and uh, help us to be good, our patrons, Truman. So yes. we've got Skyler, Joe, Picaro, Aaron, Meltbox, Kansas City. By the way, you'll get a Melt Monster as a heat this summer. And Dylan, thank you all for supporting us. And now I'm Absolutely. going to refer to that. All right, that's good. But uh, what were we going to say, Adam? You had something else? I was just going to say thank you guys for having me. It was fun. Uh, I haven't thought about the AFC East a lot yet because we're just getting into our NFL preview stuff, so it was kind of fun to start going through the exercise. So thanks for inviting me on. I had a good time. Appreciate it. I've only been waking up in cold sweats thinking about the AFC East every week, every night this week, so it's <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, once again, Adam, thank you for coming on. We're going to go ahead and get out of here. Uh, love you all. See you next episode. This has been uh, I've been Owen Domination Seven Bomb. That's been Truman the Steam Machine Scene. Adam Fowler joining us today. Uh, yeah, see you guys around. Peace out, guys. See you. Oh, he's kidnapped. <laughs>